0: Thanks. Agenda-wise, uh, do yeah, we have too I, much
1: on there? No, let's let's see how far we get. We can always keep crushing things. Works. Yeah. We have. Yeah, let's go. Okay.
2: Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu, Uh, episode 74. We're getting there, getting there, boys. Do do we have a stop number at some point? There's there's always an expiration date on everything, right? That's just how it goes. All right, yeah, that's just how it is. All right, Uh, welcome back. Uh, say hi, Dale. Hey, guys. Say hi, Jeff. Hey, everybody. Say hi, Pat. Hey, everyone. Well, all right, we got a lot of stuff on this agenda, and we're gonna hopefully uh, cruise it cruise it quick tonight. It. Yeah, let's see how far we get tonight. It's it's a late start. Dale was watching some soccer. Lucky man. So, all right, uh, let's start with hobby like we always do. Uh, I'm first in the agenda. I have actually been gluing together models, uh, not models, excuse me, buildings. Um, I, I'm not going to say the name of the company. It's not a company that you've probably is familiar with. Uh, but I've run into some issues where pieces are not the right size. Oh, good. Like they didn't test them or something. I don't, I have no idea. But, uh, so I've, I've had to scrap like three or four buildings where I'm like, the floor is too big. Like, and they're like individually wrapped. So it's not like you can, that probably not screwed up. I have no idea. Anyway,
3: I bought like a monster kit from them. It was a giant box. Does, Does it, it rhyme, rhyme sk- with James Dork Shop? No. And is it a Screaming Skull catapult circa 2000?
1: No, but we were talking about that today. Were you following that discussion? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I, I, so the backstory on that one is, I gave a friend a bucket of uh, a bucket of minis, and apparently there's a Screaming Skull catapult in the bottom of it, which happens to be worth like a hundred bucks now. Who knew?
3: That old uh, one that could never go together. Yeah. God's off. Yeah, it was. Still, Still to worse.
0: date, the worst model I've ever tried to put together. There's, like,
1: the, the people that are really the masochists in the world, like, okay, I'm going to go buy a Skull Catapult and put it together again, because I remember being really fun the first time. I did, really
0: good. Yeah, I did
1: two. Yeah, <clears throat> I did at least two. And I'm sure there are pieces in the bottom of that bin now. But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it feels very much like a
3: Screaming Skull Catapult. Uh, Dale, what have you been up to? Um, it's been a while since we recorded, so I painted a couple of tanks for yep. the tournaments um, that Pat ran for us the uh, the team tournament so I got those finished up um, it was fun and as a secondary hobby sort of, not really a hobby um, I'm restoring um, a 50 year old boat with my dad and cool. my brother and we pulled, we pulled the emblems off, the old Glastron emblems off and I'm I'm cleaning and painting those because our hobby has a little bit of a crossover. <laughs> cool. And so, yeah, um, I suppose. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I got those. Yeah, I got those on my desk right now, and I'm going through them.
0: That might be really tough to airbrush, though. Yeah, don't um, airbrush them.
3: Yeah, no, I I, I airbrushed them. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Um, cleaned them. Used simple green. Did a simple green soak uh, to try to get as much of the last 50 years off of them as I could, and. Uh, And then primed them up real well, and did some base coating on them. Um, But it's been really humid here, and so I don't know that it really clearly dried. Because when I masked off some of the sections, my tape was pulling. Oh no! Was pulling off. So basically, I'm I'm freehanding. I'm not well. I'm I'm airbrushing the red and the blue, and freehanding the rest of it. So that's it. Okay. Wow. I thought you hated metal models. Uh. This isn't um this
1: isn't it's not a model. metal. Oh,
0: okay. It's not a model. It's, sure, fair. Kids. <laughs> yeah, it's like a It's kit. I'm just
3: being I'm just being a smart ass. It's like a marine grade plastic, so Oh
1: interesting. Okay. I
3: guess it's of that era where they were making everything out of plastic. Yeah, nineteen seventy two, so it's as old as I am.
1: It's fun. Yeah. Just aged yourself on our podcast. Watch out. Everyone knows I'm old. I mean yeah.
4: that's I'm fine
1: with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have plenty of listeners that are older and plenty that are younger.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, There's Pat, room are for all of us. Yeah, there is. There Absolutely. Is. Uh, dude, if if we didn't have old guys playing games, what would we do? We wouldn't have anything to. We would have no one to. We wouldn't, wouldn't have any historicals. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. We would have Pat any shoulders to stand games. on. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, right. Like all the cool games are coming from the older guys.
0: Right. I sure. No, this sure. one in particular. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Pat. What are you working on?
0: Oh, geez, it's been a lot. Um... So I've got uh, the table. I have all the terrain together, assembled, laid out for uh, Operation Snafu. Sweet. Um, so this is this is the uh, I'm going to go with inspired by uh, the Great Escape. I like it. Uh, yeah, I it's, think everything is inspired by, right? Yeah, it, it's not you know going to be 100 percent true. Don't try and don't <laughs> can't. try and rivet count me on it for Christ's sake. Seems yeah. sniff
1: you. Oh gosh, that'd be that be what, don't are, exhaust
0: huff me on that one.
1: What would be movie sticklers be called? Because they're not. There's not seam sniffers. They're not rivet counters. They're going to be like.
0: I think they're just historians.
1: Eh, yeah, maybe. I think most rivet counters probably hate movies because they're all probably awful. But right. it's really hard to it. find sell, a World War II movie with
5: accurate equipment. Yeah, f-
1: frame frame flippers. Frame fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> frame fuckers. Wow, uh, I wasn't going to say that word. Yeah, that was quick.
0: Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, putting uh, been and so all something. that. All that is assembled, primed, okay. laid out. Um, I get to I get to use my my overhead projector uh, sheets to print out <laughs> so the, uh, the, the barbed wire. Nice. So I do not have an overhead, but I do have the sheets, and so far the test has worked. So I'll, I'll paint those up first. Are you
1: doing that on a laser? Or are you doing that on a inkjet? Inkjet. Is that working?
0: Yeah, I okay. got a relatively high end. Ink, uh, ink okay. Jet. When we did the whole work from home thing, I yeah. still needed B size papers to reference sure. my documents on so makes sense. So, yeah. So I didn't make
1: you just print it on, on uh eight by eleven and just tape that shit together. What? Just just you just have to print out in pieces and then serial killer back together? No. Oh, okay. No. That that's what my work would have done.
0: Oh, no. Uh-oh. No. I I bought one out of my, with my own money, so.
1: Oh, okay. All oh, right. That's that's up to you to decide, but yes. yeah, I would I wouldn't have bought it for my own good. Although I did buy a laser printer. So if you need a laser printer, I have one.
0: I got uh, Jeff has one of those too. I do in fact. Yeah. Jeff's got like all the printers. Do you
1: have a color laser? That's the only thing I don't have.
5: I had had a color laser at my office. Uh and then the uh I don't know particularly exactly what went wrong. I think the drum got something on it. Oh, yeah. And but, so, like, it would smudge on all my prints, and that's just not acceptable in my line of work, so. Sure. But okay. I also like the, the amount of stuff you have are laser color. I mean, really? Yeah, you don't need it that often. No, so I went to a black and white, because. Right on. Because things. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so that's you know, all. that words. table's
0: all laid out. Now it's just a matter. I was going to get to doing the, the, the painting and all that stuff and doing some trees, and then I had to switch back and do some models. Uh, I needed to. Make sure I had my ringer list set, so I had it for the tournament, just in case I had to jump in and play.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, spoiler alert: I did not, which was actually kind of convenient. Nice. So I did. Uh, so I had, you know, it was. It's a ringer list, so it's not meant to, to you know, Jeff roll the the table as a ringer. It was it was hungry. <laughs> yeah, so.
1: it's not Rick roll for sure. It's definitely yeah. Jeff roll. Yeah.
0: yeah, definitely Jeff roll is the ringer. Yeah, wrecker. It was not a record list. There we go. There you go. <laughs> so I had to paint uh, or finish painting one of the armored cars. I had to put together a ten-man squad of Aero Militia, um, which are actually pretty cool, man. You can get ten guys, ten guys for fifty points with nice. rifles. So yeah, you know, awesome. with, with with rifles. Yeah, inexperienced shirkers with rifles. Oh, sure, with shirker. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, good old shirkers. Nice, nice little uh, you know back end objective holder or just you know tar pit. So it's I, they like training. holding the back end objectives for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's, that's always worthy. Uh, and then now there's a tournament coming up in a couple weeks that I've got to put together a couple of vehicles for. And I'm just about ready to put some the uh, water slide transfers on them. Nice. And then a couple of team weapons that I'm going to make sure I put on the same base for you, Rick, because I know how much you love that.
1: I'm um, indifferent. Okay. Sometimes I find it easier. It's not always better. I find it sure.
0: easier to move them around. Yeah,
1: that's that's why I do it. Is because I I don't want to lose models and yeah, especially but, with that Soviet list. I was like, uh, I don't want I don't want six more dudes floating around. I want I right. want them on and the when, bases.
0: When you're pulling casualties off, and you're like, I like to make sure I know which is which. I don't right. want my you know I don't want my sniper mixed in with the rest of the inexperienced squad and go God, where'd that model go? You know, all
1: of a sudden you're all of a sudden your second lieutenant's a fuck, fucking dude holding a bomb because you're like oh shit i got them all mixed up yeah that's right? that's happened to me several times i'm like wait why is he over there that's the wrong guy yeah yeah
0: so yeah well, a, a little bit of, a little bit of hobby going into work i, I like it nice um, it's getting the getting the mojo back getting away from some of the video games for now so yeah that's, that's <laughs> tough
1: uh now that lists are in for that tournament what uh what are you bringing you don't have to tell the actual list like what are
0: you bringing you don't have to tell me uh, the actual list british
1: okay I'm going back to brits
0: Yep, going, going back to Brits. Uh, I founded a new armor car I'm going to try out.
1: Nice. Are you bringing the cheese?
0: No, it's not. It's not full cheese. It's it's a tough list. It'll, it'll hold its own, but it's, it's not full cheese. I wanted to uh, expand and try and give a good test to this format that they're running. So, sure. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. So, there you go. That's...
1: Fun stuff. Yeah, busy. I am sadly. I don't think I'm joining you for that tournament. I just don't have the time right now. It's, summer is flying by.
0: It's almost over.
1: I know. That's what scares mm-hmm. me every time I look and like, oh my gosh, I got so much stuff to get done before the kids go back to school and all that stuff. So hey, yeah, I uh, think I at, had to as do we things.
0: as we record, 104 days till. Uh, yeah, that's September. that's
1: one of the things on my list of things I should be doing. So keep, keep cracking on that harder. So yeah, yep. I've got that too. i got all the pieces i think most of the pieces i'm gonna probably order a few more but i probably should get on that one more piece well i'm gonna have to reassess now that i've had a couple buildings not be the right shape or like the walls don't fit
0: maybe one of our topics later will uh will help fill that up for you Mm -hmm.
1: yeah probably not i because well yeah we'll get to that when we get to that uh jeff what are you working on
5: <clears throat> uh, let's see. So I played in that same Pats tournament. So uh, I finished painting an army from the, uh, the Hurricane Forest Kickstarter, American Army. And you I finished the whole army? I finished enough army to play in Pats tournament. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, well, I mean,
0: he had a weekend, so. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true. Like
1: he had three hours. What do you mean? You don't <laughs> <to switch. laughs>
5: Once it's printed, it goes pretty fast, actually. Yeah,
1: fair. It's the fair. printing, you can't, you can't speed can't up the make printing. I can't print that go any faster yeah. than I do, yeah. yeah. You, just so. buy, you just buy a bigger printer,
5: and then you can print more at once. You know, I've got to tell you, I, I can print quite a bit on what I've got. Yeah, because you've <laughs> yeah, you got a Saturn, right? Like yeah. You've got the big boy. Yeah, yeah which I, reminds me, Jeff, I've got a couple of models I'd like you
0: to resin print for me.
5: Well, let me know. Uh, I've got some free time on the resin printer coming up. so A, a
1: life-size
0: alien suit.
5: That will take a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, it, it is bolt-action related. Okay. Directly, so yeah, yeah. yeah
5: no worries. Yeah, I'm it's this armored car he's looking for. Usually, pretty happy to be able to print stuff on there, so no problem. No,
0: I, I have I have all the armored cars for this tournament, but there's one that I want to do some playing around with. So, right on, cool.
5: It's, it's, it's a Dewey cat, so you know, you know, yeah. it'll be good. Well, then I know, oh, yeah, that's a lot less worry on my part for being able yeah, to you print. Just, that. You just plug her in and let her go. Let her go. It usually works pretty good. So, cool. Uh, yeah, so I got that the whole Hertgen Forest Kickstarter done, and then they. Uh, they released some of the stretch goals here on the 30th of July. So yeah, I, I saw printed, some... printed a bunch more of those now, and I've got those on the painting bench.
1: Cool. More uh, more dudes,
5: right? More dudes, yeah. Expanding, yeah cool. the du- expanding the dude list, playing with some units that I probably wouldn't normally use in an army, but I'm trying this. I figured why not uh, go for broke on some things I normally don't play. Right on. So got that. Cool. And then I know I was talking about printing tables worth of stuff. I've got the, the next table printed. So I just have to put some do some magnet work on it and then paint it. And I got I've been messing around trying to do test paints on colors to make things look right. So cool. that's been a project. But yeah, so that's uh that's what I've been up to. Cool. Well,
1: you guys both kind of talked about it already for a second, but um let's talk about the doubles event that I influenced and then didn't show up
4: for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: well, I'm sorry guys. You were I, missed. I I I missed it. I did miss it. But I was also, you know, hanging out on a boat, drinking beers, you know. That was pretty fun too. Well, you could point. have
0: been you could have been rolling dice and catching covid.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I'm glad I dodged the covid bullet there. Thank you very
0: much. Uh God, is it really freaking inconvenient.
1: Yep. Yeah. You, you know what? We we've, we've rolled the dice so many times that you know, it was inevitable that it eventually that it was going to happen, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of shocked. But anyway, so if you didn't know, Dale, you didn't get COVID, but Jeff and Pat, you both got COVID. We did during the tournament. Yep. We as- we assumed the tournament. I yeah, yeah, I'm really shocked that
5: more people didn't come forward. But at least yeah, I think report. there had to be a few more than just you two. It's and it's entirely possible enough people have had it that they still have their natural their body's immunity plus their vaccination immunity that like they probably didn't notice that they're yeah. asymptomatic. yeah they
1: just
0: something. like yeah completely right. didn't even notice. It's was, it was probably those dirty Batman players. Even, I mean, even
3: before, you know, some of the countermeasures that we've been able to develop, it wasn't, I mean, it still could be asymptomatic. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's,
1: yeah, I mean, who knows? But, I mean, I'm surprised because, like, Jeff, you pretty religiously wear masks at tournaments. I do,
5: yeah. I only take it off when I eat food, so. Yeah. So,
1: it is what it is. It It is what it
5: is, yeah. Shit happens.
1: And and thankfully everyone's okay. That's what's important. Yeah. Um,
0: Very minor symptoms at the at the
1: most, so that's that's great. So that's the only downside of the doubles event. But uh, let's talk about the upsides of the doubles event. <laughs> right. So it let's, was
0: um, so each 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 player had a six hundred and fifty point uh, max nine order dice list um, with some with some other restrictions in there. I think it was zero one for shirkers, gurkas, multi launchers, flamethrowers. Um, just, it was it was designed to be all a the naughty fun shit. event, yeah, so you know don't you know leave the cheese at home or at least most of it just bring your brie um,
5: soft cheeses only
0: yeah it was is remarkable that all but three lists uh, had nine order dice you know hit that max nice so we had twelve uh, players total uh, we kay. had four German lists we had three American lists we had two Soviet lists and then one each of partisans Belgium and Japan cool. So,
1: so to go back to that, so everyone had their own list and you paired them up with a partner before every round. So I had,
0: so I had my little, my little magnet board with the stickers that I've, I've posted before Yep, and I had everyone's name on one of those and I had my daughter draw the names for the pairings. Nice. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty random to say it's the least it's usually pretty random and then you know she put everything on the board and i said well do you want to switch everyone around you know did the whole magician card trick thing like are you satisfied Are you sure, sure? Yeah. do you want to move anyone and so she got done moved around and so they were they were set that way so then what i did is um in in the background of my the glories of excel i mapped i mapped out each of the players and gave them a the value and then uh, rotated, like, the odd players, two tables to the right, the even players, one table to the right, and then the other side went to the two tables to the left, one table to the left, and basically that guaranteed no one's going to have the same partner. And if I had had 16 players, I could have guaranteed no one would have played the same person in the second round. Right. But as it was, some people that were partners in round one, at least at every table, at least there's one person that was partners with somebody that then th- was their opponent in the next <laughs> round.
1: Which
5: is fine. Yeah, that's right. great. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: I mean, it's you know twelve people. Like I said, in order to get this, get it perfect, you need a minimum sixteen for yeah, the There's only so
5: much event. shuffling you can do. Yeah, which
1: makes sense. I mean, but the primary goal was to to have a fun event, right? You you yep. you put a feeler out there, and the majority of people were like, "We want something that's just fun."
0: They said fun in teams. I'm like, yeah, put your season. hands together.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can do both,
0: right? Yeah, good. So and then and for then the record, for the third, I didn't say fun. In yeah we know know. I could see who voted for what so uh, yes
1: I saw that you did not (laughs) vote for that you're like I want competitive I want to beat everyone
0: yeah well recon rumble is coming up and that is a absolute competitive event but we'll be touching that later in the episode if we have time Right on. Uh, so that was the first two rounds and then for the third round it was swiss pairings where the top two played against each other and then they were partnered with the bottom they each had the, the bottom as their partner
1: oh interesting okay
0: and then just matched them up that way until everything fit and I think I think there's a couple people that ended up doubling up but not very many Um, one person was vocal that I already played in this table I said well good you get to play it again hopefully you have the same set of rules for it (laughs) um
1: it's, but you've only got three tables at this point. So exactly. it's I've not got three a very tables, big 12 tournament. people, and I
0: have to put four people on each table each round. And try, and for that, yeah, it was impossible for somebody not well, to play in the same table. So did I you do the same people.
1: thing down the board where you're first versus first with last and then yep. second with the second to last? As that yep. kind of like you go all the way? Okay. So yep. you paired it out that same.
0: It's cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I paired, paired it out with uh, best and worst, best and worst, best and worst, best and worst until it matched up in the middle. So.
1: Cool, because the way you scored it is that both players got the same score, right on the same side. Yep, whoever so whatever, team members the, your got the team same
0: score. score got that score, right. And there was there was a secondary objective marker that was placed out there. Um, cool. That you know that was the first tiebreaker as to whoever got the most secondary objectives. Cool, and then kills was the tertiary. So I mean, you know, if your team killed eight order dice that means both player a and player b both got the eight order dice added into their score
1: nice yeah
0: so and then of course we did we did the we did the major minor victories which really made a big difference because that's really how the the player that won actually got got in the final um so it came down to we actually had so we had one guy that scored 45 and i had Five people that scored forty points out of the three games. Oh, Sixty. Okay. And those all came down to the tiebreaker because the, the second place and third place both had two, uh, two of the secondary objectives, and the person that slid the fourth didn't have only had one. So there's only two people that didn't have any secondary objectives. That's very interesting. Uh, and so uh, we had uh, two guys drive in from North Dakota, Ryan and Jeff. Again, came over to visit for our one day. Mm-hmm. Always great to have nice. them. And uh, they went 1-2. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So North Dakota swiped all our awards, guys. And then uh, not a terrible surprise that Ian and his cavalry Japanese uh, swiped third. With, so. with, his, nice. inf, with his gunboat stewart. Yeah. That was, a, that wait, was an wait, error wait. on my part. He
1: had Japanese with a gunboat steward.
0: Yeah. He thought Easy Army allows you to pick it or whatever, and he always sends in a weird format. It's not the normal PDF. It has got looks like some battle script, but it says Easy Army. I'm like, I don't know how he's getting this format it was late and I was skimming over it and I I don't know what I was thinking but somehow that one got through so that is 100% on me for missing that and I apologize for all my players for letting that illegal unit enter
1: because where where are they allowed to do that?
0: I think um, so if you look in the back of the Japanese book there are a couple theaters that Uh, they do allow them I think there's two in particular I don't remember the names of them but there are two theaters that do allow the M3 Stewart in it sure, okay as an option interesting so i don't know if he had that theater selector open when he was clicking his because like i said he's always turns in a very weird format maybe it's i don't know i don't know why it is but this format's always weird and it was probably late and i think he was the last list in and i probably had a couple drinks and said sure whatever it looks like it looks like a Japanese list.
1: <laughs> until you get to the gunboat,
0: Stewart. Oh, well. Totally yeah. That's that happens. My fault.
1: Yeah. Well, at least he didn't win it overall, so there's not some super controversy.
0: He did not, and I don't think that that. I mean, he didn't even know that it had 18 shots.
1: Oh well, then he's not even playing it right. So then yeah,
0: they're even better. Yeah, he had to have his opponents tell him how many shots and how it worked, and you know <laughs> that the two LMGs have to go to the same target, and then the, the other one could go a different one. But so. yeah, yeah, it was it was mostly his cowboy. I mean that's what he's
3: used to running. So. yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. good at the cavalry. No. Yeah. yeah, so
0: I still think he had a legit third. I don't think that that Stewart played into anything. I played him
3: one of the rounds, and
0: the steward really didn't do anything. So,
1: I mean the this, the this, this spigot mortar would be just as effective in some cases.
0: Oh God, don't we start the, <laughs> the spigot mortar in the artillery in the tar- in artillery slot that's in the mortar slot?
1: Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh.
0: Yeah.
4: Let's talk so yeah, about that this. was
0: that was the format and the results. Um, it was you know we had. Uh, we had first, second, third. We had uh, painting, which of course Monty won because he's a phenomenal painter. There's Brought no the Soviets about again. That. No, we had uh, no, the cavalry. Partisan, oh, partisan. interesting.
1: Yeah. Good, that's awesome. I'm glad that Monty's uh, doing something a little different. So. Okay, so
0: partisan cavalry, about half cavalry. Okay, yeah, there's some, and just just uh, the second place for painting. Who also had the second had, well, half as many as Monty, but twice as many as anyone else. That was Ian. So I mean, his okay. painting is coming a long way. the stuff is looking fantastic. Cool. In fact, um, I brought over a Nate from one of the Renegade guys, who is who is their paint judge. And uh, that was that was his uh, his pick for the best army. That was out there that he liked the best. Was,
1: was Ian's? Yeah. Cool. Oh, That's. The, I mean, did you make sure to tell Ian that so he. Yep, I did. Can get to get some uh, positive reinforcement.
0: Yep, and you know, of course, he's. Oh, he, Nate recognized Monty's army right away. He's like, "Well, that one's Monty's, so I know that's good. I don't have to, really, <laughs> I don't have to look real close at it. Let me look at some of the other ones." Nice. Uh, he did also like uh, both him and I also like Matt Peterson's army because he actually got to the level of detail of actually you know painting the little flags or transferring the decals to the little flags on the oh cool on the paratroopers sleeve. I'm like, okay, that's the level of detail I'm mm. not going to be able to handle.
1: Is this an army you've seen? I've seen before. I swear I think I've seen that army before. Matt Peterson's. Yeah. Sure, uh, i I remember seeing that sure. army.
3: I don't know. I don't, I don't remember either. seeing it anywhere I, else. But. I don't think I've seen his paratroopers.
1: Okay, maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking another army because I know somebody else has painted the little little arm patches and done really. And that might I'd, be Monty. Even I might be thinking Monty.
0: It might be, and then uh, we'll give an honorable mention to Ryan again, who also got a couple of best paint votes because his stuff's nice. pretty good. Yeah, I like Ryan. I I think if he'd had a a little bit more developed display board it probably could have added a lot to it mm-hmm. or maybe a little bit maybe it was open i think there's like a bunch of buildings and stuff that kind of like maybe hid some things so but yeah his his stuff he's a pretty top notch painter as well so all those all those guys would blow, blow away my armies cool so there you go uh also interesting to note that uh so oh that's right the, this one also didn't allow any freebies Right, Any, anytime it's too I'm low. Under, under 100 points, don't. 1,000 points? 1,000 points, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That'd be a tough one. It's uh, yeah. so only zero.
1: free units. You only get a free unit. Yeah. British no, suck.
0: Don't include that. They they just really throw balance out of it. It's they also really inter- do. It was interesting. At, though, at that, that point, there were, long, no, sure. there were no British players at this tournament. Interesting. <laughs> so.
3: Well, I, I brought my so, uh, a Soviet list, and instead of having the free unit, I just paid for it, since I'm used to running it. Sure. Um, but you know, squaring off against in the first round, Ian and Monty. So tons of cavalry, and Ian, all of his cavalry, they they didn't, they still got fanatic. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, this this kind of shit. And then I still lost another unit to one of those goddamn bombs from the partisan army. So it was like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, it was good. I had fun. Yeah.
3: Well,
4: yeah.
0: Do you guys want to go through your rounds matchups? Um, yeah, I, I
3: can do that. Um, uh, Jeff, uh yeah. North Dakota Jeff, and mm-hmm. I faced off in the first round against um, Ian and Monty. They had plenty of cavalry. Um, and this was envelopment, double envelopment, if I'm not mistaken. And so um, the only yes, major was, difference... was double envelopment. Yeah, the only major difference I recall in the pack was that after round five was when you rolled the dice to see if there would be a round six. And I'm like that's different and
0: then pat pointed out you're not there's no way anyone's going to get through round five <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, not with 36 dice in the bag and did you know when you're playing teams it's not the same as you have your 18 order dice and you have your own head and your own plans you you know there's that coordination takes time yeah and i, I and and not um not um,
3: not developing any kind of back and forth with the same partner as the day goes by, um, there. So you're not getting any of the efficiencies in that regard and stuff like that. But I'm like, okay, and it made sense. But I'm like, oh no, I'm going to be able to finish one of these games. We'll, we'll finish. We'll finish. We're pretty experienced players at that table. Nope, I think we got through round three. That was about it. <laughs> um, they we, were um, two and a half hour rounds too. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like. Yeah. And
1: with with four players it's can slow down dramatically. I, right. Absolutely.
0: I could have put that I put that dice roll at turn 3 and I don't think many people would have finished.
1: No. Well, I, I it becomes a social hour when there's four
0: people. Yes, absolutely. And, a and more and like again, a happy hour. It was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Like, and it yes. was
3: it was it was pretty social play, which just kind of happens especially because one guy's activating something and the three other guys are just kind of waiting to see what happens. And so there's you know, and so some, some guys were better at pulling dice than others. But I mean, I don't think that anyone felt like it was slow play or anything like that. It it was a fun it was a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um but we um they've got Calvary all over the board and um and so we're like Jeff and I are like, I don't know what we're gonna do exactly. And uh, they're pushing forward and we're just trying to cut them off. And we'd, we'd done an interview with Bo in the run-up to WTC, and we had talked about double envelopment, And his approach to it is that he, he doesn't play to get off the board. He plays to get into the deployment zone um, by the end of the game, which is kind of what we were doing. But Jeff and I had made a couple of mistakes with a couple of units. Instead of getting them into a position, hoping for the fourth round, um, they didn't quite get there but we recognized that we weren't going to be able to score points in the deployment zone or getting off the board, so we focused as much as we could on killing their units. And so we we ended up coming out with a draw in the first round because we'd killed nine of their units, and um, I think they'd only killed like three or four of ours, um, but they got two units into our deployment zone, so it ended up being a draw in the first round for us. Hmm. Stats that said they Mm -hmm. killed five. So... Okay, they killed five then. So. Yep. Yeah, so they killed five, and then they got two units into our deployment zone, I guess, to score two more points each. So it ended up being nine to nine, I think. Cool. Yeah. Huh. It was good. It was the first time me running around with an inexperienced any inexperienced vehicles. I had two inexperienced. Um, I had, a, BA, I, I, I had a, a flame tank and a little um, BA-10. So, hmm. yeah, I was running all inexperienced troops for this one. It was fun.
5: Interesting, yeah.
1: Did you uh, did you appreciate the BA ten?
3: Um, you know what? Yeah, I did. i okay. I've got quite a bit of vehicles now in the queue to paint up. <laughs> nice, and um, I think I think what I recognized at WTC was that. Um, there aren't a lot of answers to vehicles on the board for whatever reason. Armored, in particular, yeah, armored. And so um, once once I was able, and it wasn't hard to identify where where the threats were in a list. If I could mitigate those, then I could do anything I wanted to with those with those tanks. And mm-hmm. for the and sure, they're yeah, they're really good, especially if you've got quite a bit of variety. And you can and you can pick up you know what's happening and and if you're running them as inexperienced as well, if you're getting close, which you're able to do once you once you mitigate any of the threats, you can get into point blank with your vehicles, and you're not at any risk with anything else coming back at you. Um, and so, and your inexperienced armor is significantly cheaper and much more cost effective. So you just have to be aggressive and support those units. Anyways, um, I'm having a lot of fun with them. So. Cool. And, and they did well in the tournament.
1: Right, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Jeff, do you want to go through yours? Sure,
5: sure. Um I uh see first round I was playing with Evan, a local fella from up uh, usually plays place up at Battleground. And he was running uh Soviets. <laughs> Soviets, a form of Soviets. Had a lot of had two of those SMG squads in it, uh scout squads or whatever that okay. would deploy. Uh, a couple inexperienced squads, and then whatever the oversized Nebelwerfer they have is.
0: Oh, so oh. He, it's the, it's in Battleground Europe, I think it is, and it's that one that it fires. It's a 4-inch HE multi-launcher, but oh, then takes D th- and then takes D3 pins for its effort.
5: Yeah. Okay. And I think
0: so. it's limited to fire every other round. Well, I think the D3 kind of can limit it, you yeah. to do that, because it's a, he also took it as inexperienced.
5: Yeah. Well, he was playing it, I know it never fired twice in a row, so I think he was playing it that it had to wait between shots.
0: Well, it's usually, you do the rally in between rounds, so you actually have a chance sure. to activate yeah, it. Yeah,
5: I don't know, he had a couple times where he only rolled one pin, so I think he could have shot if he'd have wanted to. Okay. But he definitely was of the mind he could only fire every other round, and I wasn't going to argue with him, because he has to know his list, not me, so... Yep. <laughs> it's usually how it works. Uh, and then our opponents were... Uh, and, sorry, Jeff. No, go did you say what you were running? Oh, sorry. I was running Americans. Uh, my my Actually, my 3D printed army, I decided to bring that. So I had nice. five squads of bros with two BARs and a lieutenant. A light mortar team, or excuse me, medium mortar team. Um, I took a recoilless rifle just for the hell of it. It basically is a lighthouse. Light, Lighthouser, yeah. yeah. And a bazooka team. Nice. For, for nine dice. And um, the bazooka was basically worthless for the entire day, but that's just how my dice went on the bazooka shots. That's okay. Yep. Uh, the recordless rifle functioning as a light howitzer was fine. I wished I had another one some days, but that's how it goes. The, light, the <laughs> medium mortar was a fucking stud. He did like half my kills over the day, just rolling nice. six, fives and sixes to kill things. Nice. Which was awesome, so that was cool. Uh, our opponents were um, Rick and Matt Peterson, who were both running Americans. So there were three American armies on that first table.
4: <laughs>
5: which an interesting game. Uh, yeah, it's a hell of a lot of move and shoot. <laughs> uh, so there was a lot of rifle fire and BAR fire going all over the place in that game. Um, but uh, I, I don't know really what to say about this, except because I feel like... Um, there was so much shooting coming down on Evan's units that he didn't really get to do anything much that game except fire, you know, kind of go take a lot of down orders and try and stay alive. Sure. Uh, That's a thing. And fire the, the verfer. Um, whereas my mortar was hitting things and I was moving up and firing and knocking stuff down left and right, which worked pretty well for us getting a lot of kills. Uh, I want to say Rick's American army was all inexperienced oh interesting um, he had a gunboat steward in there, but I'm a lot less afraid of an inexperienced gunboat steward yeah for sure um just yeah exactly because if as if as long as you don't let him catch you in the open he generally doesn't hit very often with it
1: statistically it's not
5: yeah it's yeah. not good odds
1: you ha- you have an opportunity to protect yourself some to some degree
5: quite a bit yeah and if I can yeah. make him roll sevens on that then that's you know that's yeah, yeah you know if he rolls a seven shots. to hit me whatever you know anybody he, he earned it yeah <laughs>
1: you might you might get one or two
5: uh yeah and then poor Rick uh, had uh, he had a gun jeep in his list but he forgot to ring the model oh shit so he's playing down in order dice although the first round uh, Matt Peterson had a gun jeep in his list and so when he just Rick kept his in reserve. When we killed Matts, uh, he pulled it <laughs> off the table and handed it to Rick, and then Rick could bring it on.
1: Nice. That's that's okay. That's reasonable. That's a reasonable way oh, yeah, to fix that the, problem in yeah, that, that game.
5: That's the trick. Yeah. That's and funny. normally, you know, it's one of those. Oh, well, a destroyed vehicle stays on the table. Like, just take it off the table and give him the fucking jeep. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We want to yeah, play exactly. Uh, so the game went very good. Um, there was <clears throat> a little bit of a contention at one point where, <laughs> yeah, that's a lightweight say, it, where Evan was firing some fire firing some dog mines at the front of that Stewart, uh and evan felt that he had a side shot and rick felt that he had a front shot and um because i don't like how the rules are written the game frankly because i I think this is one of the vehicles are one of the points where arguments over this kind of stuff happens all the time like are you in the front arc or the side arc you know and is the vehicle in cover or not it's poorly defined in the rules it's not it's not defined it's poorly defined yeah. Uh, and so those two got a little heated about the discussion, and Matt and I were both just like, "Hey Pat, why don't you come over here? <laughs> you you just make the call on this, and we'll call it a day." Because both neither one of them was going to budge on their position. So it's just like, "Hey Pat, come over here. Take care of this for us."
0: It would, for the record, it was
5: clearly a front shot by a lot. I mean, I felt it was a front shot too, but like the, he was very adamant about his position, and me telling him that wasn't going to change anything.
0: Yeah, if the, if the tank has its front uh, parallel with the, your long table edge, unless you're way out to the side... It's pretty hard to pretty, get a side shot. It's pretty hard to get a nice side so, shot. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all wrong. Uh, so there are no pen modifiers to that extra plus five.
0: Uh, we're not talking about... Oh, what, regardless, is it a side shot or not? Does not matter if it's a
1: side shot. This vehicle suffers a hit with a plus five pen. It does not matter what. No modifier. No pen modifiers apply.
0: Well, then there's the table that says this applies to heavy vehicles. That gives an extra plus one for the side.
5: Regardless,
1: it says yeah. it says in parentheses, no pen modifiers apply. Okay, so
0: that's specific to the dog mines? Specific to the mines. It, it says in it
1: well, parentheses like it that says it does from, not matter. The front. It's it always hits the. Kind of it always hits from underneath. Right. I mean, right, so it's always hitting exactly the same way. So it actually, in this case, doesn't even matter.
5: Well, there, is there, you, there go. you go. <laughs> and again, I, I don't play Russians. I don't know that for sure. I let someone else know their list.
1: Yeah, I was like, I'm like, as soon as you said it, I was like, I know there's a specific thing <laughs> about
5: dog mines that doesn't even matter where you're shooting from. Sure. And regardless, yeah. it was all a moot point because he rolled like a one and a two for penetration. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it did nothing. Unfortunate for him, which was frustrating after all that to like do nothing with it. But um, anyway, we ended up... Uh, See that was a kill. Was that a was that envelopment? Double envelopment. Double envelopment. Well, we kept them out of our deployment zone, and I fired and maneuvered my guys up enough to get a few into their deployment zone, which was very beneficial for us. And so nice. we took we took that one. I believe we made your victory that one. Nice with some good kills. So, but yeah, I think we got. I want to say we got five or six rounds in on that game. But, okay. We even also, with a, even with a little bit of a... it was going very fast till then. <laughs> okay, sure. I think we were into the fifth round when we when we had to call that one. All four of you, pretty
1: experienced players, so it's not like
5: yeah, yeah, you should be able to keep moving. Right, and with Americans, you're not always hemming and hawing about whether I should move or shoot. You know, yeah, yeah. It's one last thing to think about for yep. sure. Like, oh, I should move. Yeah, yeah always you had, move.
0: Looks like you had 13 kills there, Jeff.
5: Yeah, we we nice. did a, we did a lot of damage that round. And you <laughs> only
0: lost three.
5: Yeah, and we did not. Yeah, and I think. Uh, one of the, I might have lost a unit. And I'm not even sure if I lost a unit that game.
0: Okay. Yeah, so we had a f- uh, fun little setup. So I had, uh, Renegade Open had given me some shot glasses, like, as we were closing up last year. I'm like, uh, okay. So I took them out. I had three of them. I took them out and I put, uh, two snafu dice in each one. Nice. And, and so the, the rule for this tournament was, um, if you did, uh, superior damage or whatever super damage where you exceeded by 3 and then you rolled two destroyed results you would remove the vehicle from it other than it being otherwise it was just going to be a, a impassable wreck hard cover and i said all right the first 3 that will that will remove a unit can get these and we'll call them great shot <laughs> great and yeah. uh, it was and all of them went to table 1 all of them uh, in the all, first all three round of them jeez in the first round and ironically enough the one guy who didn't do it was the two guys was the guy that had two heavy howitzers
5: in his list <laughs> so yeah we're sitting two here like we're thinking oh howitzers. that'd be cool to get that and also all we hear is like oh, oh, oh. like well jesus they're gone great chat right? okay? we got
0: one like yeah, one two three they all went in the first round it's pretty funny it's
5: ridiculous it's cool for them but what the hell
0: yeah so i was i like to do a little fun little random giveaway things like that like i then we had operation snafu we had the we had the foobar box of miscasts, you know, that we bring around. So.
4: Nice.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, so that was round one, because neither of you guys were on table one. Yep, yeah, no. so was the other guys. They must have been blowing up tanks all over the place, that's pretty
5: impressive. Yeah, that was over table three where all the actual action was. One of them was a soft
0: skin, but it was still, you know, it was still a vehicle that yeah. was removed, so.
5: Yeah, that is, still counts.
1: Still counts. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, uh, round two. We're good. Wanna go through these quick still? Sure. Uh okay. I'll go
5: first this time, I guess. Yes, sir. Uh round two, I was partnered with Rick now. Nice. And we were playing against Jesse and um Ryan? Ryan, yeah, the other North Dakota fella. Yep. Not Jeff North not not the other Jeff from North Dakota. That'd come later. Uh so I'm absolutely blanking what the scenario was here. I think it was what was just shooting the hell out of each other is all we were doing. <laughs> this so is,
3: um um Objectives. There's an objective in the middle.
5: That's right. Each, we had one each table quarter and one in the middle. Yep. Uh, so, I'm trying to think of a good way to say this. I am not a fan of inexperienced vehicles, and I'm only lukewarm on inexperienced infantry if you actually want them to do anything. So, Rick's list was. Rick is very a very good player. That list was frustrating to play with because there are times when I think that tank should do something awesome. And it's like, well, I need sixes to hit, and you're like, oh, okay, that sucks. It should have been fives, which is a lot more hits. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's okay. It just is what it is, you know. And then it fails an order test here or there because it's got low leadership. But these these kind of things happen. It's a trade off to get a lot more infantry and stuff in your list. So whatever. Uh, but I am not a fan of inexperienced tanks, particularly vehicles in general. But anyway, uh, we played a game. Uh, Jesse had his double heavy. Is it heavy howitzers? I think.
0: Yeah, there it was double heavy. Jesus,
5: uh, he had two heavy howitzers. Uh, Ryan had a medium howitzer and a Panzer III. Yep. Uh, which, as Dale had commented earlier, there's not really a lot you can to deal with tanks. It's kind of hard to deal with armored vehicles, and my bazooka wasn't hitting a damn thing. And Ryan was very good about keeping his tank in cover or out of line of sight at all times um except first turn when it rolled on took a long shot hit on a six or five or six and killed my my howitzer which that blew but these things happen um so we pushed in the city as best we could uh there was a big kerfluffle over on the far right side where the the tank and another uh i believe a half track i want to say it was an armored half track of rick's kind of got into it with a squad of veterans and a Jesus! Some other anti-tank rifle. There's all kinds of shit going you on. You guys there. had a lot of close fighting on that. Table. Dude, we were in each other's face like monkey knife fighting the whole game. Uh, we could have two outflanking units. I sent two of my infantry squads out flanking, and thank goodness I did, um, because they came in late in the game on the over on the objective side to contest the objective. He was able to pass an order test to get his artillery unit to move forward on to, to contest the objective, so I didn't get to claim it outright. Uh, okay. Uh, we had a lot of uh, Rick's infantry, his inexperienced infantry. The best thing they do is get up into the, uh, get up onto an objective, into cover and sit tight, which they did very well doing that. Uh, he had, to think, you know, I think he had one veteran engineering squad. Now that I think about it, that was doing yeoman's work all over the place with the flamethrower because he got those up on the center objective too, which was awesome because they're very True. hard to shift, even with howitzers firing at them. Uh, I spent most of my time trying to put pins on those howitzers <laughs> any which way I could, even if I couldn't kill them, just so they wouldn't be hitting with direct fire shots. That's uh, very
0: recall, they failed a couple of them. With they one pin. they
5: absolutely did. Yeah, that one pin was huge. A couple of turns. So, like I said, if you can always put a, if you can put a pin on something, it's always worth it. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I think how did that end up? I think they got one of the objectives, and we contested the other. The other two were contested, so I think they had a minor win out of that.
0: Yes, they did have a minor that win. That sounds
5: right to me, yeah. It's
0: the only minor win on the day, actually.
5: That's kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, I think another turn of game, I don't know if that would have been enough for me to secure an objective or if they would have been able to shoot me off that objective. I don't know. I think we were going to hold this, or we were, the consent objective was going to be kerfluffled regardless. Uh, I don't think we had enough. I don't think that was ever going to change in the middle. And that tank was approaching fast. Uh, and my bazooka of course kept missing all his fucking shots and rick's bazooka inexperienced bazooka was also missing like we just couldn't hit that panzer three to save our lives quite literally because it was eating us up so so unfortunately yeah that ends up in a minor loss for us but it was a fun game and it's fun to play with rick because he's a very good player uh and i might not have agreed with a couple of his army choices but he uh, plays that list very well so there you you go there's that
3: how about you dale um, uh, this round, Ian and I were faced off against um, Evan and Matt. Uh, same scenario, just pushing through. Um, we had Ian um, go in outflanking on two uh, two of his units, so the the team was Calvary. allowed two units to outflank. And so, um, yeah, it was this cavalry, if I'm not mistaken. And so, um, we we just pushed forward we ended up getting a major out of this one and um it was i mean there's there's a little bit of debate i think um i think recce caught caught some folks off guard a little bit i mean obviously because calvary can recce mm, and then yep. um i purchased recce for um for one of my vehicles as well and so you know just just kind of sitting there waiting to see if they're going to do anything and and then recceeing and so use that to good effect. And um, we ended up picking up the middle and the far objective. You you don't score anything for holding, holding your own objective. And then, um, Evan did make a mistake here when he brought on, he had a 12 man SMG veteran squad. Um, and he, he, he brought them on to go towards the center objective. Um, when he could have brought them on to defend the objective on their side, um, to make it a minor victory in our favor instead of a major, because his his submachine uh, squad did, just didn't get close enough to do anything. I'd hemmed him, I'd hand him in and protected the objective mm-hmm. pretty effectively at that point. And so, you know, it's 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 just one of those things. So I think I think Evan actually picked up quite a bit in that regard as far as you know that one that was one that gave it to us. So, but no, it was it was good. We had a lot of fun. So um, that one, if I'm not mistaken, we did. Um, we played five rounds, so we finished that game. So, oh yeah, nice, nice. Yep. I, th- cool. I, th- I think we needed all five to get and consolidate our position too. So that's how it ended up. But yeah, it was a good, it was another good game. So, and then I just go into the third game, the last round. It was Eric, Eric and I, and Eric was running a, a list that. I'd never seen anything like it before. <laughs> it was really really interesting. <laughs> and um, Eric and I were playing Nat and Jesse. And, and Eric I think he had like six order dice and Oof. seven. He had seven. Seven. He had the he had the smallest list. Okay, he had seven order dice. Um, he had two MMG teams if I'm not mistaken. Yes,
4: that is Ooh, correct. Interesting.
3: Yeah, two transports. And the very first thing he did was he dumped. He dumped an LT and an MMG team into one of his transports and ran it right up <laughs> to the middle of the board, and they ran into Ooh. a building, and there's a Neville Warfare on the other side. <laughs> Ooh, jeez. So this was this was meeting engagement. Yeah, it's meeting engagement. Um, I think we favor that one as the last round of the of a long day because you don't, no one can really think really well that time. Yeah, and and there's a there's two heavy howitzers <laughs> and a multi launcher on the other Ooh, side, baby. and I'm like. I'm like, all right, and there's buildings all over on this particular board,
0: and I'm like, yeah, this is uh, this is Jake's table that he yeah. gave to us some years ago. It's a gorgeous table,
3: so, um, and I'm 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 like, okay, um, so how are we going to make this? How are we going to make this work? And there's just a lot of back and forth. We lose quite a bit of dice early on, but we did get through five rounds, and that ended up being a draw. Um, I think. Oh, nice. I think in order to a miner had to have. More than two order dice, mm-hmm. major yep. was five or more, and I think at the end of the at the end of the fifth round they had one order dice on us, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, it was uh, five to six. Um, and I I worked really hard to kind of swing to swing that back as best I could, and Eric also um, um, played pretty smart there in the end as well. We were we were trying not to give up our dice very easily, and. and uh, yeah, so I ended up with a draw. I was I was pretty pleased with it at the end of the end of it. So and, and Eric was a lot of fun to play. Jesse's always great, and Nat is he's kind of a guy that he showed up last year at Snafu, I think, for the first time, and um, he's been going to, to tournaments around here as well. And he's he's just a ton of fun to play with as well. So and he usually has really cool minis. And yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I was kind of like <laughs> friendly team event. I didn't think it was going to be crap, <laughs> but I'm like, this is so goofy. I mean, what's going to happen? And it, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Good. So, All right. Mission objective. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So fun's okay. Fun. Fun.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: You, you can have fun with competition. You can have fun without competition. I think or, we did an episode yeah.
5: on that actually recently. Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah, recently. I think relatively right,
1: recently. Yeah. <laughs> mindset. You just got to shift your mindset a little bit, right?
5: It checks out, yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad I wasn't there to really muck up the numbers. If you added one more, you would have been in deep trouble.
0: No, I, I had contingencies. For that. Yeah, I know. I know you did. I know
1: you you plan it for everything, but it worked Somebody out. Somebody has to. <laughs> <laughs> glad someone does. I gladly give you ideas, and you can do all all the work.
0: Eh, it's not really work. I enjoy it.
1: No, I know. Once you've once you've done it, some I suppose it makes it a lot easier too. Yeah. And you are good at it, so Thank that you. does help. Fabulous,
5: Jeff. Ah, uh, our third round was uh, me and Monty. Uh, we were playing against Evan and um, uh, Jeff, the other uh, North Dakota Jeff. It was a, a Jeff fight.
0: Oh yeah, it always seems to the round hmm. three is a Jeff fight. Yeah,
5: yeah. Well, and and I was one up on Jeff, so he absolutely owed me some retribution, which he definitely got this round. So. <clears throat> um, the biggest problem we had is after we deployed, I had, you know, nine order dice, and it's pretty infantry heavy, and Monty uh, has a ton of partisans and cavalry, uh, and that's just a lot of dudes on the board when the opposing team has an Eberwerfer. Um Oh, God, yeah. Uh, so, and then Evident Ford deployed his, <clears throat> I thought this was going to be better. Evident Ford deployed his two scout squads across the river so like right up in our right up in our grill uh but then monty put three partisan bombs just all around him
1: oh shit
5: so <laughs> that was nice for the first two rounds because it made those guys stay still right yeah and then, you know after asking the appropriate amount of questions uh evan figured out that other unit the only the unit that moves would trigger the bomb so he correctly sent up some cheap sacrificial units that and they did twice trigger bombs uh, killing those smaller units but that doesn 't hurt him because he didn't he wasn 't losing his expensive squad he lost the dog team and I think he lost uh god i want to say a uh, either a lieutenant or a political officer or something something cheap like that okay uh, maybe it was his inexperienced squad that ate it i don't know something that was really cheap though which then unfortunately you know that's third round had then freed up those two smg teams which is always bad news uh, they' just like right up in poor Monty's grill. And so many shots. So many shots. So many and shots. unfortunately, Monty's an HE magnet, at least in our game. like He said that starting <laughs> the game, he's like, oh yeah, I'm an HE magnet. I was like, that, that's nice. It'll be fine. It was not fine. Um, <laughs> oh no. The net were for hitting, I think it took out his lieutenant or and another squad, like killed two squads on the first shot. Ouch. Uh, and then he was, and put pins, you know, pinned the. Um, where was he getting all the pins from? He was getting a lot of pins from something else too. The sniper uh Jeff Sniper was firing at it. Jeff had a uh sorry, a German list that has the uh effectively the pan the Italian M fifteen forty two. So it's the yep. twenty shot tank. Thanks. Yep. Nice. Uh awesome and choice. it's a great tank and he has played that tank in almost every list I played him with and he uses it to great effect when I can't put a pin on it so it foobars and shoots his own guys. Uh, which <laughs> it did not this game. It it nice. shot us very much. Um and our answer to tanks was basically nothing. I had a bazooka team that again couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, uh, so they did, they did nothing. Um, and oh, I think we forgot to mention Evan has a gas in his list. I, oh, can I forget the gas? So we have got the gas shooting, we've got the uh, machine gun tank shooting, and we've got basically no effective answer to it, uh, which sucks because we took a lot of casualties from that. Um, I think I eventually got a rifle team up in... And killed the gas with rifle shots but it took three or four turns and in the meantime he just chewed up the partisans really bad Uh, and then I tried to make some more aggressive tight moves to deal with that fact and I I started losing squads to fire just attrition eventually you know you just take enough shots you start losing dice I think I lost three units out of that and uh, Monty lost significantly more (laughs) Uh, and the real problem is, is when you've got two SMG squads like basically halfway up the board in your face, and you've got partisans. It's like, what do you do against that? Because it's tough to charge that unit. Because uh, if you're over six inches, and they're going to shoot, and, and Evan was yeah. good preserving preserving his shooting. And even then, it's a bunch of dudes that are tough fighter. Uh, yeah, a veteran a, too. Veteran tough fighter. That's not an easy unit to get rid of.
0: That's, you just got to gurk of them with blood curdling charges. The only way you can get right, it, right? And we
5: didn't have any of that. Well, yeah, right. No, <laughs> only only one army has that, right, actually. Right. We've got no. We just had no answer to it, and
1: which you had limited to to one squad.
5: Right. And I deployed across on my side of the table, so I wasn't really in a position to give him any fire support either. Not that I could have, because we had so many dudes, I didn't have any lines of fire that way. Which was pretty rough. So we needed some way to deal with those guys, and we just we just didn't have it. Uh, and they, you know, they won every assault they got into. Um, you know, Monty was doing his best with his cavalry while they were alive to you know, to escape, move away, recce move away as best he could. But I don't know. We were behind the eight ball that game, and things just did not go our way whatsoever. <laughs> so we took a pretty hard loss on that one, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it
5: happens, yeah. It's just, there's not much you can do about it. Uh, I, th- I think if we split that table in half, and Jeff and I were playing a game, and Monty and Evan were playing a game, Evan wins a major victory, and I think Jeff and I probably push. Okay. Or it's a minor win to him instead of a major.
0: So you, you want to give him an asterisk on your Jeff off there? No,
5: no, he earned the Jeff off because now we're in a rubber. Okay. Now we're in a rubber match. We each have a win, so we're gonna have to <laughs> play each other maybe at Recon Rumble or something for you know there you go. the prize of best or at least number one Jeff. The, the best one, Jeff. You guys should get a Jeff belt. You should get a Jeff trophy and just pass it back and forth. I might look into doing that. There well, maybe, maybe they'll just encourage more Jeffs to sign up for tournaments. That's a possibility. <laughs> that's a possibility. You know, they're going to have to win a lot of games to catch up, though. Or change names. Oh, no, no, no. It's like Highlander. There can be only two Jeffs. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how
1: that's not any of this works. That's not <laughs> how Highlander works. That is not how it works at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just at the end, like we're cool, right? We don't have to, we don't have to fight anymore, right? Just at Great. the end of Highlander, there's just two of them left.
5: Yeah, I'm totally. Sure. That's how I remember the movie. They, they, they just really good friends then. When there's just two of they them,
1: they just, left. they just put the prize money and hug, go hug home.
5: It out.
0: Yeah. yeah, unless you watch that stupid uh, Highlander: The Source. Oh my
5: lord! No idea what the you're talking source? about. There's one Highlander movie and maybe part of a TV series. That's all that. I there's this TV
1: series is all right. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. TV series okay. is fine. Yeah,
5: it's all right. The FX uh,
0: Highlander, the source, which was the fourth Highlander oh. movie, was, the third one was really bad. The fourth one didn't No, it doesn't need to exist.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't know these things exist. I'm not going to go searching for I them. I don't
3: know if it was the second or the third one that I saw, but it was awful. I saw it in the theater.
1: Yeah, too that's too bad. The movie was great. The first one was pretty good. Oh, the, was the, the, t- yeah,
0: the TV first show was good. awesome. Yeah, the first the movie TV was show good. was spectacular.
1: Yeah, I liked that too. Anyway, okay, so Tangent did hard on that one.
0: Um. Well, that's pretty deep in the episode for a tangent. There could be only one good highlight. We
1: tangented at the beginning of the episode, didn't we? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it sounded like a good time. I'm, j- I'm sad that I didn't get to go. But there'll be so, more.
0: Uh, right? One thing I didn't mention is we we did uh, we do the pure voting. We talked about the paint. We also did the, for your favorite opponents, and we also did for your favorite teammate, because oh, obviously call. you're having a different teammate every round. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had one guy who... All at least three of his opponents decided he was their favorite opponent, and that went to Ian. Nice. Um, and then we had lots of people that had we had one, two, three, four, five people all got two votes each for their favorite teammate. Well, son and of you know tiebreakers for favorite opponents, whoever has the highest battle score because you know they beat you and you still thought they're a great opponent. So for favorite teammate, I did the opposite of that of yep. whoever had the lowest score because obviously they were suffering along and still found it enjoyable, and that went to Matt Peterson.
1: Nice. So yeah. both they good guys.
0: Did. Two people voted for you for, to be favorite teammate. Oh, Just, cool. Nice. I'm glad. I had a good time. See,
1: should have you should have sucked more and you could have won it. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Next next goal. That's your new goal. Yes, yeah, right suck there. more. That's your goal. Suck more. <laughs> Suck more, win crab win uh, win best well, with the best had, you know, wins the Trophy.
3: I had a completely <laughs> inexperienced list all the way across the board, so no special free unit bullshit or anything like that. It was you know, I'm like, Oh, we're just gonna try something different. And I took um I took tank hunter squads, inexperienced tank hunter squads with with pants Inexperienced.
1: <laughs> there's are still scouts, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, little four man yeah. scout team, inexperienced scout team with the pants. With shirt. with SMGs, did you use SMGs no, on no, them? I couldn't afford it. Okay, okay,
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I I, I want to play with those guys a little bit more because I think they're they're they've got some potential.
3: Yeah, yeah, actually, I think there's something there too.
0: So yeah. Anyways, um, Pat, thanks so much. It was a lot of fun. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, had, we managed to get some decent prize support. Uh, we had some nice plaques that uh, you know the renegade had. It's set up with us, so nice. it's always nice to hand that kind of stuff out. And uh, there's, you know, we even had just a random door prize, which I think I gave like a panther off to Eric. Yeah. So he was pretty excited about that.
1: Nice pan pan oh panther not a panzer yeah. yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I
1: was thinking what what number? Yeah, it's panzer right. five. Yeah. yeah, it's a panzer five. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, I, I had so the prize support that I had. Um, there is there was a, a sale for... they, they unlocked their uh, special characters that you could purchase. Yeah. So I got some some of those and it was a team event, so I also had picked up a bunch of team weapon blisters. Nice. <laughs> and I think everyone ended up getting one as a minimum. So. Okay. Because I ended up having 12 and there was 12 players, so yeah, math checks out on that.
1: Nice. So
0: yeah, yeah. it was... I'm glad everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, it's uh, fun. The only, the only downfall on my side is I had finally, I finally went ahead and got a countdown clock, but it apparently only works with uh, a remote, oh. and the remote got dropped when I was boxing it up in the morning or afternoon or whenever it was, and my wife picked it up and just assumed it was the tv remote so it went set up by the tv remote so i didn't think to look for it because i just thought it must have been in the box it wasn't right there and didn't bring it with me so now it is cellophaned to the timer <laughs> so that they go together <laughs> nice <laughs> oh shit
4: and
1: it has
0: an audible alarm on it because I, I think we mentioned back in one of the episode seventy twos that you know what if you were putting a clock on things put a fucking clock on things
4: yeah
1: so, yeah yeah it needs to be on needs to be a freaking air horn
5: yeah. Don't give me mm-hmm. ideas, man. Get an air raid siren. Well, well get the crap out of everyone. Just yeah, crank I... that son bitch up at the end of the round. Just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's better than.
5: I think we probably. Oh, could. I'm, I'm sure we could. I mean, we're in the Midwest. Yeah. They got to be everywhere, right? Yeah.
1: Right. Just, I got one on a pole near my house. You could probably take care of. Oh, it's not an air raid sign, but same difference. <laughs> same siren. Difference. Yeah, yeah,
5: siren would do it. I, yeah, I, you I, figure yeah.
1: out how to make the thing work, regardless. The important thing is that there's an audible noise that says it's time to stop, so everyone knows to stop instead of half the people. Um, yep. Don't stop playing the game when they're supposed to. Yeah. Or just don't start a round after 15 minutes because that's usually what you should be doing anyway. Right? Were you doing that or were you playing until the clock?
0: Nope, I was telling them not to start another round. Okay, the, yeah. The clock was the final determinant and last draw out of there. which right I, I don't okay. think I had any... I didn't have any issues with that, that it was reported to me, so... Nope, not in our game. Sure.
5: Yep, that checks out here, no problem. Cool.
0: So I had uh, I did have some, you know, questions here and there throughout it, and, and again, I think it was a lot of people that realized that they could get the answer from me faster than they could look it up. Yep. Yeah. stuff, which I'm totally fine with. That's, that's what I'm there for. Sure. Make me do something while I'm there, otherwise I'm just going to go talk to other people, so i think I think it's also um
3: it's it was a small enough there 's three tables there's four of us I think the ex- experience level of the players you're you're able to recognize we were able to recognize rather quickly if there was a disagreement on how something should be handled, and in which case then it's like pat, what do you think <laughs> so yep. like right. cool so yeah
0: yeah from execution standpoint it all 12 players showed up. That was great. And, yeah, uh, everyone seemed to have a good time, and I certainly enjoyed myself uh, until Tuesday, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> it was good. Yes, it ran, it into, given. Um, ran into Ran into
3: Conzie as well. He was over there playing Batman, so caught up. Oh, cool. Yeah, and nice. Patrick, okay. uh, Pat Bernaldson came over too and said hello. So yep. yeah, nice. yeah, I got to see some of the some, old, some old faces. Miles came in and did some painting while we were playing. And yeah, cool. It was, it was a great little... Time, so. yeah we
0: got to, there was miles there for lunch too yeah
1: cool sounds like a good time i'm sure it was
0: yeah so, it was a great time. oh it was, it, was a, it was a day of bolt action i mean
1: yeah I mean, it usually doesn't suck it's right better than better than doing yard work uh, yeah or whatever other things you got on your list all right let's uh let's talk about this other event and then we're going to take a short break after that uh let's talk about this it's not a very it's new, right? We just you just got announced recently.
0: Uh, got announced recently. So there was uh, in the wake of WTC, some of the captains were tapped and asked for some opinions uh, about how to run an event uh, w- on the same platform, not in direct competition with, because it's you know five six months after it, but uh, their own version with their own spin. This is uh, totally blanking on the guy's name. Russell, Russell, thank you, Russell Wright. Yep, Russell Rush Wright. Wright. Um, they have a club in South End in London. They have a clubhouse. It sounds like where they have the, all their train and stuff like that. And it looks like they got some very fantastic train. And so uh, he got together with I think Bo Moultonson was in there. Myself, uh, Reese was also in there. A couple other guys uh, that were you know were captains at the WTC and we're asked how we could, you know, how we could help him flesh out this pack. So this is his, and we're just feeding him ideas for it. Uh, and so they announced that October 2023, they're going to have this World Open War Tournament. And yes, that does spell wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I think someone at least teased him once about it, but he kept it. Um, I know him and Bo talked about it on Bo's YouTube channel. Uh, you have... So it's three three players per team. Uh, they're they're capping it at sixteen teams. They have teams from across the world, including just recently this week they added a team from Australia. Nice, cool. They have a team from South Africa. Uh, it sounds like there are there's slots for two USA teams. Uh, there's lot there's teams from Spain, Germany. Yep. Uh, so you know the rest of the usual Scotland, suspects Wales. in there. Yep. So there's these are three play, three players per team, and as a team, if you collectively beat your, the other team, you get an extra point in addition to what you get for your own uh, your own game win. And the first day, everyone will be in different pools. Uh, the what they're calling the host nations, which is basically the Great Britain teams. They're all on that island collection of islands there. The British Isles. Uh, they, the British Isles specifically, yes. <laughs> uh, they will be in de- separate pools. So they don't have to necessarily worry about facing each other because they see each other at tournaments all the time. Sure. And so whoever wins the pool day one will go into the go for the gold day two, and then whoever finishes whoever team finishes second across the pools will go for like I'll say silver for lack of a better thing. And third and fourth and so on. So how you do day one will determine where you're sitting. But you're no matter what day two you are playing for a prize. And I believe all the last place teams are playing for a wooden spoon or something silly mm-hmm. like that. But
1: interesting. I don't. Okay. So so based on you can't win. Right. You finish if second you in your pool. You are not going to. You cannot win gold.
0: You cannot win the overall. Correct. Ooh, don't like that. Interesting. So there's no submarining day one.
1: Okay,
5: it's like a it's like a round robin soccer bracket, basically.
4: Yeah,
1: right. But yeah. a soccer bracket, you still have an opportunity to win. You can get after back into play. the winners bracket. Uh, yeah, yeah,
5: but it's 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 an interesting. Perspective. I mean, in a, don't in know, a two day if, event, I don't think you can do that. I mean, so so it's you it's
1: probably really theoretically can't anyway,
5: but
0: they are there'll be two and a half hour rounds. That's better. Uh, they they will. Uh, it sounds like that they plan on having a minimum of four referees, nice. qualified referees. They're, they're looking to get more, I believe. Um, so, and if any of you are interested in this, uh, I am the USA contact point for it, so let me know. I'm the representative is the official title. Uh, whether or not I become captain is, you know, whether it depends if I end up being able to play or not. I'm interested. And I in mean... <laughs> but in the meantime, I am the representative, so feel free to contact me, and we'll, we'll see what we can do to get some teams together. It sounds like we have two, we a place for two. How do we contact you? Uh, you can reach out on Facebook uh, on the Snafu Podcast. You could also email me at snafupodcast2017.com. Or no, gmail, gmail.com, excuse me. So that was all one word, snafupodcast2017 at gmail.com. If you if you like the email version, otherwise I'll you know you can you can hit me up on Facebook via Messenger, and I'll we'll we'll communicate that way. So we have uh, we have room for a total of six players. It sounds like, and again, South London. So hopefully they'll figure out their luggage problem before then. It's
1: not luggage, it's security, isn't it?
0: No, I didn't you see the luggage? the just the gallery full of missing luggage. Oh. Well, they're,
1: they're, aren't they having serious issues with their, they're their having times staffing too? Problems is the problem. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're having staffing problems. Okay, two different issues. Okay, mm-hmm. two different issues. Sounds great and to have those both together. That sounds lovely.
0: And I do know that the guys that are in England, there has been a couple of them. Had said, you know, that you know, we don't. It's not like an on-site hotel thing, but they would be willing to you know taxi around, pick you up from the airport if need be, and run you to and from apartments. You know, the local guys said that they'd be willing to do that, which is kind of cool, honestly. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: sounds. Sounds lovely.
0: Not something they have to do. Uh, they, um, If you check out the Facebook page, which should be pretty easy to find, I'll, I'll try and uh, repost it in our snafu stuff. Uh, the tables they have look great. So unlike the WTC, it's not going to be three identical tables. Nice. You're going to you're present, uh, the captain will present the list and the table they think it will on. They think that that list will do best on, and then the opponent will then present a list to fight that. And then he will get to pick the remaining two tables of the list he has yeah, and I, match up like, that way
3: I like, I like the that. system better.
1: it's going matchups are going to be inter- more interesting for sure yeah
0: yeah so I mean you have you have the table to consider for you know for what your team's list can do, which is nice it's a nice yeah. twist.
1: It's, well it's, it's an additional piece of strategy, right?
0: It's right''s and, it's, it, and we kind of I think it was Manuel that really pushed on this and I totally agree with, uh, with him that uh, we went for an odd point value it's 1,100 points. Sure. So it's right in that, you know, normally the tournaments are 1,000 or 1,250, and that's kind of like been the staple. It's sure. 1,100, so that's just a little more that's outside of your, oh, I can't grab my 1,000-point list. Oh, wait, I can't just grab my 1,250 list. Oh, I need to come up with something a little different.
5: Yeah, I'm okay with that. And, it's,
4: and I believe, it's, to me, it's just making my
0: OCD twitch, but, yeah, that's fine. And I believe it's uh, there is a dice cap, but it's pretty high. I think it's 24
1: yeah, so you eliminating all but the most spammy shit.
0: Yeah. So and then uh, they they will have a clock and an audible alarm that'll go with it. Nice. That was that was my uh, my two cents for sure. So um, and I think timely objectives made made it to their packet as well. So cool. I think they even have the six scenarios that will be played posted.
1: <laughs> How about they get that one right though?
0: It is. Yeah.
5: Well. Okay. Yeah. I, I gave Pat I sent some it edits. To him. Okay. yeah
3: I, I mean i feel like this kind of sprang up from from what we from our from everyone's experience in the wtc so uh, <coughs> it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this flushes out so wtc likely is going to be an issue for me because my son's engaged and wedding date is right there in may hey congratulations so, yeah um, that's great that's awesome. he, he got lucky he like Pat, he outkicks the coverage. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: think it's probably true for most of yeah. us.
3: And so, um, and so, um, I haven't reached out officially to WTC yet because we haven't seen the dates for that. But it seems more and more likely that that's a no go for me because of scheduling conflicts. So I'm definitely interested in hopefully participating in this this um, other world event.
0: So, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, and right now it, it looks it looks. Looks like I will be able to make it as well. So yeah, I would be interested in going as well. So, well,
5: there can only be six. That's not a Highlander thing. Sorry. (laughs) Sure, but if it needs to be, maybe it needs to be. You know, if there's like if you get like a thousand people that want to go, maybe we'll have to battle royale. Yeah, then you got to figure out how to.
0: Yeah, and I've I've seen a lot of the the chatter and the rep and the caps, uh, the captains chat that you know they're. They are setting up qualifying events in their respective countries for these things mm-hmm. so that might be something that we do yeah. as greater whole as well you know um i know warlord games is starting to move towards the what is the the battle something app that they have i know uh, 40k uses what is that one best coast pairings there that we go right. there it. you go yeah so then that you know will allow us to start tracking things so um i'll Maybe I'll, I'll, you know, I know John Russell uses it too, so I'll touch base with him and see if there's a way we can start compiling these and finding quote-unquote qualifying events for this if there proves to be like a dozen people who can make the time. Because, you know, coming from the U.S., it's, it's a financial commitment and a time commitment that's far exceeded, uh, probably um, only less than those coming from Australia. And they are setting up circuits for people to qualify from Australia as well. Yep. So that's something that uh, was grinding in the back of my brain, um, and we'll talk more about this later in the episode. But uh, Recon Rumble will be a qualifying event for the WoW tournament in October. So more to come on that. Pretty excited about it. Uh, Russell's a great guy. Getting get a chance to, you know, uh, consort with him and Bo is is outstanding. So Alistair it sounds well, like it's going to be. Al- that's right yeah. Alistair is in there yep. so I mean yeah all people who are you know players first good solid players know the systems and know how to really just Even better plan and execute better. things so. oh absolutely
1: okay. yeah I'm I'm not I'm not going for sure I'm not going uh, but I'm not don't give two shits about the game but the people are pretty cool to hang out with that yeah. makes me envious in that regard but not not the gaming part of it <laughs> Not not after what I saw. Like, I'm sorry. Not interested. No, I,
3: I get that. <laughs> I 100% get that. Yeah. Because so, yeah.
1: I don't... Because, I, like, is any of that even addressed? Has that even been addressed with this group? Right, did, like, you know, have they addressed what happens with cheating?
0: Uh, yes, and I believe the pack outlines some of that information, Fabulous. too. Because that's, that, like...
1: Check it out. Right, is... Maybe that's maybe I'm just soured by the to, like the, the lack there of. Well, we had four hours of WTC salt in episode seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking back on them. Like if you've if like, hopefully they've addressed all the issues, not just the ones that we've talked about. Yes, publicly. they've
0: even addressed the uh, oh that order dice didn't make it into the bag. Oh, good, thing, good. That's so a great one. Yeah, that's another one that matters. So yep, yeah. So that that is addressed in the pack or if it is isn't there now it has been discussed and there is something that there, will be, there'll in be there a later. time to there's yep. still time to correct any of that stuff. That's great. Yep. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Russ Russell's on top of this stuff. This guy is super organized. He's also one of these guys who likes to just crunch down tournament lists and grind numbers on everything. So sure. I mean, just, yeah, super cool. Yeah. He's like the European me.
1: <laughs> Fun stuff. All right. Let's take a short break. Um, come back and we'll talk about buildings and all sorts of stuff about buildings all super right. fun Thank stuff you. all right see you in a couple minutes enjoy the music
4: mopping up soda pop riggies to our heart's delight dance
2: to swing through quickies jukebox saturday night Goodman and Kaiser and Miller help to make things bright. Make some hot flakes and vanilla, jukebox Saturday night. They put nothing past us, me and Honeyland. Making one Coke last us, till it's time to scratch. Money, we, we really don't really need, that. need that. We'll make out all right. Let the other guy feed that jukebox Saturday night. After sipping the soda, we got a scheme. Somebody else plays the record machine. It's so easy to say pet names when you listen to the trumpet of Harry James. Hey! hey! No oh, 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 oh. Honey, child, if I didn't know -hmm. All of them uh, little things I'm supposed to know Mm -hmm. Then I wouldn't be one of the ink spots If I didn't know Boom, 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 boom
1: welcome back hope Hope you like the music i loved it i certainly did too i'm sure i'll enjoy it everyone enjoys the music seemingly
5: anyway um
1: let's let's talk buildings because because who who likes buildings i love buildings nebelwerfers like buildings
0: oh dude they love the buildings yeah
1: stay out of the buildings and in the case of nebelwerfers stay away from the buildings yeah, well, they
0: were they're, the first FAQ for version two made them far less of a death trap than they were in the original writing of version two. That's for sure. That's fair. Three and four inches.
3: Yeah, love buildings.
0: Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah, they do. Fair. All
1: right, let's uh, let's talk the rules. Let's we're gonna go start with rules for the, for buildings. Um, I don't know this one very well because entering and leaving a building is not something I ever did because I never went in buildings because. Um, yeah, like, see example one. So you're a vampire. Dying. To, and yeah. have to be invited.
0: You have to, you have to be invited in. Yeah, exactly. I was the never invited bolt, in. Bolt-action <laughs> units do not have to be invited. In see, that's, are they... that's why you never
5: put a welcome mat out front of your door. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Some real-life
5: expertise happening here, man. This, this is cold. <laughs> it's implied consent for vampires, so you, you don't want to do that. Jeez.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that how that works? Yep, the the vampire lawyer comes out. (laughs) All welcome except vampires. (laughs) Yeah, going to have to start making weird floor mats now. Anyway. uh, Make them out of a mirror.
0: Uh (laughs) Garlic uh, lady.
1: Rub garlic all over your doorknobs. There you go. That'll do it.
0: Alright, so for in bolt action Yes. Yes, let's see back to this. Units have to be given a run order and all the models all of the models in the unit must get within one inch uh, of the building of um, within one inch of the building and at least one model must reach an opening such as a door or a window. Right. So
1: your all your models have to basically be within twelve inches
0: of the building. Of the
1: building. And, and a one, one model has
5: to be able to be, see a door.
0: Has or, to be able to reach a door. Yeah, yep. Get in a door, yeah.
5: Or a window.
1: Or a window. window. Windows count. Windows count. Any opening, any orifice in the building counts. Any hole. Yep. Any hole.
0: Any porthole in the storm. Yes. And then uh, leaving a building that can be done on either a run or advance. Your choice.
1: But you cannot assault out of a building.
0: That is incorrect. Yeah, you can oh, you I can screwed assault. that one up because I thought you shit. couldn't, and then you could. I thought you couldn't either. Oh, man. Uh, 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 yeah, page 122. A unit is allowed to make an assault move from within the building, either against enemies on another floor into a genuine building, uh, or even enemies outside their building. Yep. Oh, shit.
5: Yep. I screwed that one up before. I
0: screwed that one up. Including enemies in a different non-adjoining building. Viva so you can casa. run from one building to another and assault it. Yep. Uh, enemies outside is more than six inches away can react firing as normal.
3: Uh, you can't yep. an obstacle. Yes. Defended position right there. So.
0: Yes. Cool. Yep. So, yeah, there you go. Already uh, a nice little nugget there. Yes, you can assault when you leave a building.
1: I've definitely not assaulted on buildings before.
0: Oh, I love it. Uh, but by the way, you can't regroup and go back into the building you assaulted out of. Right. Uh, you must a, be a right order to get in. Is it considered
1: simultaneous charge?
0: It would be, yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, I was to say it has to be, right?
0: Yes. Because yeah. the unit inside a building is, is defended. So if you're assaulting someone that's in a building, it's defended.
4: It okay, here's, here's
1: another stupid question that's, this is going to cause grief. If you can hear the airplane flying over my head, because they fly really close to my house now. Um, if you're assaulting another unit inside another building, do you have to be able to see the unit inside the building?
0: in order to declare assault you must have line of sight to the building or the to unit. the building to the building or to the unit well to the building to you the can't the building. see the unit
5: inside a building right
1: okay right so there's you no can. windows on the side of a building you can still assault the unit inside that building well
0: again you still well, have to, be, again, able to, you have to be able to reach you have to reach a door or a window with one of the models
1: sure there's i can think of many circumstances where this would come up where you can you can't see there's blank wall. You can still definitely turn the corner and turn into a into a door. Well then, yes.
4: Yeah.
5: Okay.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Neil, in you can, That's, you that would
0: totally. Pat, to catch we, off guard.
5: Sorry. I think I think Dale said it, but I just want to be very clear about it. What's your distance on a charge when you're exiting a building to charge a unit? Still the twelve inches. It is okay. So it's not an obstacle to leave the building. Correct. Okay. You just, just want to be clear. As on am
3: leaving that. a defended obstacle. so. I just wanted to be clear, you can go 12 inches on an assault out of a building.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's your point.
3: As long as there's no intervening terrain.
1: Right. Right. There's no fence around the house or whatever. Right.
0: I like you to go around. around In the
3: same way that if you're right up against an obstacle, you can cross that up. Oh, no, wait. That's different. No, you can fire from it without the cover, but you're still moving over the obstacle. Yes, that's
5: why I always put one guy over the obstacle. That's right.
0: Yeah, so he could be charged without the obstacle, and he can charge without the obstacle. <laughs> so you get the full twelve the boys. Yes. So crystal clear on that.
1: Totally not, but that's fine. Yeah, okay. Well, People can know. go read the rules too. They they're in the book. Well, more crystal Pepsi on that,
5: but yeah, it's it's close enough. Ooh, oh, crystal God, Pepsi.
1: Oh, dude, I loved Crystal Pepsi. Oof.
5: Have you guys had the new was, nitro. nitro Pepsi?
1: No, no, that's a thing. Nitro Pepsi. Yeah,
3: I would recommend. It.
1: Hmm, okay,
4: is,
1: is it in a can? Then I'm confused. It's, oh, this must be in a, in a can. Well, you can have it in the living room too. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to eat it in the shitter, smartass. Um, drink it in the It depends
5: shit or if your whatever. kids are trying to get it away from you. You Might want to. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> right.
4: Nitrogen. Uh, so when
0: coal, you're when when you're in a building, you can advance to move to another level, or you know, or leave as we've mentioned. Uh, you can do one floor if you do a run order. You can move two floors or two adjoining buildings if you if you're running through uh, Dale's Stalingrad table. Yeah, good luck with that. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. And here's my, here's the favorite thing, I I can't emphasize this enough, if you have a building that is larger than, so building size should be six by six, eight by eight at the absolute largest, if it's longer than that, make it two buildings. No, no, no,
5: no, make that whole St. Mary Glees Church one building so I can never worth it and cover half the table.
1: (laughs) It's... In in a lot no. of cases, a lot of cases, of the terrain, like right, the for instance, that church has three distinct parts. It absolutely does. So you can just be like, these are three buildings. Yes, it's really straightforward. It's, in it's some split them cases, up,
0: go equal number of windows. If you've got something that has six windows on one side, split it between the, the third and the fourth window, and say those are two separate ones. There you go. Try and make them as equal size. It's, it'll benefit the whole game. Make the game feel a little more. Normal, I guess, for lack of a better term. Don't
1: have a giant ass building on the table.
0: Yes. Like, for example, on the, the, the table that I'm putting together for Snafu, the Great Escape table, uh, the bunkers are eight, or like 12, 10 or 12 inches long. And so the scenario I wrote for that uh, specifically says that all of those bunk houses are two buildings and each building has like the two or the, or the three windows per. So. It says that they're split on the long horizontal. Nice. So it's, it's just simple, straightforward. If you, you know, uh, when you're, that's a different, here's a different tangent. It's actually bolt action. Sorry about that. When you're designing uh, scenarios for specific tables, you know, it's nice if you can spell out how you'd like the terrain to be interacted with and, you know, kind of give, give the players some, some guidance on that. Mm-hmm. Like for example, the most recent tournaments, uh, we had a river running across it that only had two bridges. But I pointed out that I had, you know, two or three uh, sections that were fords that could be considered as open ground. You know, and, and then, you know, give some people some guidance on how you think that, as a, as a table designer, if you're available, it's a good way to do that. I've seen people uh, bring tables to tournaments that, uh, like the, we've talked about this bug eater table that had the big train yard thing that he actually had written up. You know, here's how I here's how I designed the, the table to be played on. So it's not crap. I mean, it's still crap, but gorgeous looking crap. Mm-hmm.
5: Gorgeous, but gorgeous at least there was,
0: Yes, but at least there was some some guidelines on how to you know interact with the terrain, which is always kind of nice. Cool. So uh, shooting from buildings. So uh, whatever units inside the building, uh, two guys can fire out of a door or a window. If you have guys in the building and there's multiple windows and sides of it, you are now basically a vehicle with multiple weapon systems. So you can fire at different targets outside. So if you you can if there's two windows on each side, that means you could have four guys firing at four separate targets on each side of that building, for example. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. So each opportunity to to draw a line of sight allows you to split.
1: So, say that again. So, you have two windows on one side. You have four guys shooting. Yeah, four
0: guys shooting.
3: Yep. How many guys? Let's just simplify it. You've got one window on each side of the building. Sure. Yep. um, On one floor. So, you've got two guys at each window. And if they all see different units, they can all shoot at each unit individually.
1: So each guy inside a window can shoot at different units? Well no, the two guys on the same side of the building. Yeah, the
3: two guys at one window Kay. will shoot that's, at one unit, but it that's can be a, the question I was yeah, asking. Be yeah. a different yep. unit from the two guys at another window. They can't see
0: That's the same side of the right. building, not just different windows. So, so right, in Dale's example, right. he's saying there's one window per side. Yeah. So got,
1: all right. what I was getting at was I was going to ask if there were two windows on one side they can all they all have to shoot at the same yes. thing.
0: So everything on the same side yeah. has to shoot the same Kay. target. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Yep, but you can you can split your fire that way if you have a, a large enough unit inside the building. Sure. Got enough dudes to man all the windows. You can shoot different
1: ways. Yep. Different which arcs, is, so to which speak. Which is kind of nice. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's interesting if you can get it to work. If you can find a building that does sure, that.
0: Sure, pull it off, yeah. Yeah. I don't... Uh, so, so fixed weapons, uh, they have to specify which opening they're shooting out of. Um, if they want to shoot out of a different window or side, they have to do their advanced thing. You know, or run, depending on how far they have to get to it. Uh, HE weapons have that plunging fire rule, which means you check to see if it hits the roof, and then the next floor, and the next floor, and then ultimately it'll blow up on the ground floor.
3: Yeah, it can explode at any of the floors as it passes through.
0: Yep, so yep. You, could, you could have, so I think it's first roof, it blows up on the roof, and there's no units on the roof, I guess. Nope. Then, then you're fine. But if you're on the first floor and it blows up on the second floor, they didn't hit you, though they could possibly bring the whole building down. Yep.
1: I was to say if it lands on the roof, it can still take the building down, right? Yes, it can. Yeah. Yep. Now, yeah, that's
0: that.
5: Uh, the HE does this, is is specified for indirect HE or any HE. Indirect dropping Plunging dropping the fire building is, is any HE, but the floor thing is indirect HE. Yes. Okay, so it's yep. it's specifies for indirect fire. It comes
3: through the
0: roof. Okay. Correct. Yep, that's the plunging fire rule. Okay. So, uh, to shoot at units in a building, uh, so this is where uh, shooting at it with, like, small arms, it's heavy cover. Or whatever you've decided that it's building the, is. It's the three little pigs. Yes. Yeah, strong, building strong, whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever you decided that cover type is. Um, units inside a building have the extra protection rule, which means uh, they're plus one more difficult to wound. So right regulars are wounded on a five, veterans are wounded on a six. It's, yeah, this it doesn't doesn't stack with the body armor, I believe. Right? Uh, yeah, know? I don't I don't think it, it
4: does.
0: does right? yeah. So is a little different against a building because it. Uh, is shooting at the building itself. Mm-hmm. So small arms so, fire
3: shoots at the unit and HE shoots at the building? Okay.
0: Yes. So, the, so you do not get the cover from HE. Uh, but per the FAQ, you still get uh, benefit of down and small teams as far as uh, your ability to avoid that HE. Would you get cover if, if the building was um
3: behind other buildings and it obscured 50% of it?
0: Well, we're only talking about the building itself but yes, if there's like a wall or something that's intervening between them shooting at the, the so building, then if yes. If your target
3: is the building, it could still claim cover if it was appropriate. <coughs> so. okay. If it had cover yes. from another building or right. Something.
1: right, so half the building's covered, so it gets cover. Oh gosh.
0: Intervening cover is a thing, but the building itself does not provide the cover against AG. Okay. Right. And it also ignores uh, the extra protection as well. Yep. And that's HE only. Makes sense. Yep. So, oh. Yeah, I, okay, so flamethrowers against buildings. Always a bad thing. Thanks, FAQ. Uh, so, even if you miss. Hitting with the flamethrower, you still check to see if you caught the building on fire, and the building catches on fire on a four plus, and then everybody has to get out of the building.
1: Run and kind of kind of makes sense. I mean, honestly, like it makes sense, but right, like you may have missed yeah. the unit, but you definitely didn't miss the building, right?
3: Yeah. How does everyone and, and get out of the building at that point? They're just all placed outside. Yes,
1: They're, it's like a transport. Yeah. right?
0: No, yeah, same as same as uh, bailing out of a same as the transfer. transport thing. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, it doesn't state that you take the D6 hits, though. Does it say that they go down? Right. Uh, in the same way as units disembarking okay. from vehicles, right. yes, so they have to go down. Yep. Uh, it says the same way, so I guess the D6 is implied. Sorry.
1: That kind of would make sense. It yep. would, but it's I mean, not
5: explicitly stated, which I
1: hate. Yeah, it probably should get some clarity. Any surviving
0: infantry inside the burning building will immediately abandon uh, in the same way as units disembarking from a vehicle that has been immobilized or destroyed. that would be the D6 hits and go down the D6 inches. Wait,
1: I'm, I'm, yes, I'm still stuck on if a if a truck gets, if a transport gets immobilized, the unit has to jump out. No. Read that sentence again.
0: (laughs) 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 Any surviving infantry units inside a burning building will immediately abandon it in the same way as units disembarking from a vehicle that has been immobilized or destroyed. <laughs> Artillery units inside a burning building are automatically. Yeah, destroyed. that makes sense. But uh, the immobilized, I don't think should be there. <laughs> that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, double like,
5: immobilized it, would, but that's also destroyed. Sure, that's destroyed. Single immobilized, but, if it is, I mean, I mean, you'd want your guys out of an immobilized vehicle because it's not well, going anywhere for, yeah, right. for yeah, sure. Issue, but you have to issue an order in that scenario. That right. It,
1: the what it's saying, it sounds like it's saying is that that you were supposed to disembark if it's immobilized. Yes, yeah, and, hits. Hits. <laughs> yeah. and take it. Definitely. Um, that's what's implied in that sentence, even if they it must have. This is probably one of those instances where it used to be or was going to be a rule, and they.
3: Rules as implied.
1: For Forgot yeah. to take something out, maybe.
3: Rules as implied.
1: Yeah, I'm going to argue this next time. You're like, nope, you're immobilized. Get get out.
5: <laughs> look at this, how this building. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> get out, take hits, and go down.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So look at how this building rules written about how <laughs> the, vehicles. The building worked.
5: has been immobilized. Aren't all buildings immobilized? <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: no, no, I'm going to apply it to the to the vehicle chart as well. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm I'm a little nervous about a building that's moving around right the now table. Now I'm going to have that. to go model up
5: a Howells moving castle as a train piece. Right? Oh, like a walking
0: a walking house,
5: a uh, Baba Yaga's hut or something. There you go. Yeah.
0: That, yeah, if that's yeah, I don't know
1: what they're called, but that sounds There's right. Chicken legs on that bad boy. Yep.
5: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, and then uh, airstrikes can be called against units inside buildings. You know then they're determined as they normally would be uh and artillery can also artillery barrages can also hit buildings too if they're within the area of effect. artillery i
5: understand but who the hell takes an air observer unironically oh, uh yes. um
0: inexperienced american players yeah. or 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 uh or flavorful Ian, like or Ian, historians. trying to be yes. funny Masochists. yes gotcha well he takes four of them
5: and most of them still hit himself if i remember correctly so
0: yeah, well, I think the odds are at least two of them will.
5: Yeah, dice odds say it's one in thirty-six chance, but on the table odds looks a lot closer to one in six to me.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. often enough that most learn relatively quickly that not that's to not do, a do thing. it.
5: Yep.
0: Right, unless you're being funny. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the buildings buildings are great. So assaulting buildings, I, I think we covered. Uh, you, you can only assault them if they're on the ground floor. Otherwise, you have to enter the building and then do a, go assault them. Otherwise, yes, you can target empty buildings with HE if you feel the need to destroy buildings.
5: Yeah. And uh, just, just for clarification, Pat, <clears throat> if the enemy unit is on the second floor of a building, I can enter the first floor of the building even though I'm technically within, a, within an inch of them then, right? Yes,
0: yes because you're on separate yes. floors. Okay. I just don't and only one unit can be on a floor of a building. Kind of at a time, so no sneaking your HQ in there with another unit that's already in that building. No, that.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's, that's a, no, a no, no. no. Okay, um, I'm going to tangent hard here for a second. Mm-hmm. It's still bolt action related. The uh, the bolt action rulebook, first sentence of the effects of damage on passengers, says if a transport vehicle is immobilized by enemy fire, troops on board are immediately forced to dismount.
0: Well, hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know that. I don't think I've ever heard. Transport
1: immobilized. Yeah, normally they just get blown yeah, up. Just but right. right, but that is definitely what that says. Do they
3: take hits when they're immobilized? Yes, they take. They will take d6 hits. Uh-huh. And we were given. And we were given bolt action. Oh we'll no. Nope. Oh,
1: oh. uh, okay. Oh my god, this sentence is ridiculous. Because <laughs> r- r- then r- it r- says, "Okay, uh, uh, if a transport vehicles immobilized by an enemy fire, or troops on board are immediately forced to dismount." Uh, parentheses. C below. If a transport vehicle is destroyed, each unit on board suffers D6 hits. So I don't know what the C below" means. Is it like literally the next sentence?
0: So it sounds like if they're mobilized, they're just forced to just dis- dismount. I mean, but if it's the destroyed, they would take the hits.
3: What what kick-ass page are you on? I mean, that's
5: I'm that's how that sounds to me. Six, one sixteen-second 116 116 second
1: column. And first headline hey, header. Hey,
5: Pat, as long as we're tangenting on this tangent of a tangent, uh, if my <laughs> unit gets dismounted because my, let's say my, my three-quarter ton truck gets immobilized, right? Yeah. Can my unit remount that truck? Well, it doesn't go anywhere. Why would th- you? Well, doesn't okay, say let's, you can't. Go, let's go with a uh, half-track that's got multiple machine guns on it. I want oh, to no, sure, sure. okay. shoot more than one, tra- one of the guns on the truck.
0: Well, I think then you'd go through the, the rules of re- remounting remounting or but getting back on a transport, which is the transport can't move and then the unit has to do a run order to get on board. Yep. After they've been done being sent down from The previous turn, yeah. yeah they, get, they get yeah.
5: down to the previous turn. The next turn, I order them back on the truck and then the truck uses its order to, run. Us to shoot all its guns. Yes. Can't move, but it can shoot. That, that no, 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 because once that.
1: you mount it, once you mount a vehicle, it has to go down.
5: Well, no, it
0: just can't. It can't move.
1: Right? Isn't part of moving a unit into a, a transport putting it down though?
0: Is it doesn't say that. It just states
1: that it can't move. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay.
3: So reading that, I whole thought thing was with the dismounting. They actually, the way I interpret it is dismounting is separate from destroyed the, the hits. hits so if it's immobilized you dismount if it's destroyed you take hits and then you dismount because if you look at the next paragraph it also says C below and then it goes into detail how it how uh,
1: there we go okay the second paragraph says C below too okay so you have to you would have to leave the building but you would not take the hits wait oh my gosh okay Yeah. yeah, yeah no 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 okay no it still doesn't make any sense Yes, it does. Okay, so the third paragraph describes how you actually leave the it building. Talks
3: about how you dismount.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So the the third paragraph is actually describing how you leave the building. So that's the part that it's referring to in the building section, bringing it all back here. So it's the third paragraph is what you have to apply when you're leaving a building, right. which I'm is going just. To, I'm
0: gonna go back to Rick's rule where you just don't go in buildings.
1: Yeah, that seems to be the easy answer to this problem, um, but so the the third paragraph just describes moving d six inches away. Place and within, going and going down. Right, but it's it's like a reform. It's not actually you get you don't get to move six inches. It's d six inches away. Correct. Yeah, so that's an important distinction too. It's not like as if you left the left the truck. It is you have to roll the dice to see how far you can get away from yeah, the yeah, flame you you don't truck. Get,
0: you don't get the advance or run option. You get the oh crap, we need to get out of here option. You get the
5: bailout option.
1: Yep. Right. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Sweet. So we got that under control now.
0: Yes.
5: Yeah. Sure. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stop immobilizing my transports, and it'll be fine. They sounds blow them up. Sounds sounds
1: great. Probably yep. comes up with one in fifty games. So
0: yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's my armor cars that get immobilized, and my tanks get immobilized. Yeah, I mean, if my you saw more,
1: too. if you saw more like seven plus,
5: like if they, the didn't, if track, they didn't half tracks. Half tracks
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would come up way more often if that were the case. If they were bringing them more often. Yeah, what would you say Jeff? If half tracks
0: didn't basically, suck? yeah, if they didn't make yes. half tracks.
5: Yeah. you'd see that more often.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. uh, see Recon Rumble. Anyway. um, uh, Tanks assaulting buildings. Yes, you can drive your tank through a building. It's not recommended, but it's more recommended than driving your tank through another tank.
3: Somewhat more, yes. Uh,
0: Yeah, so basically you make an opposed check. A wooden building gets 2d6 dice. A brick building gets 3d6. Please discuss what they're made of if you can't tell at the beginning of the game.
1: They're all Uh, made from wood. They're all MDF, dude.
0: Thank Not you. if the 3D print. Yeah, they, oh, then they're plastic. Oh shit! How many dice is that? No, sorry. The two options are wood or brick. You. Uh, uh, <laughs> plastic wasn't one of them. Okay, fine. And, and neither neither was reinforced concrete. Uh, but either way, <laughs> uh, a heavy tank would therefore apply its damage value plus a d6 and needs to exceed the opposed role of the building. Yep. So you got your damage value. So I don't recommend doing this with a with a with a a light tank. No, it's a horrible idea. Probably not going to go great for you. It's uh,
1: probably not going to go great no matter what.
5: Well, tiger go through. I
1: don't It, know, it seems like a bad idea. What's this is like uh, my refer to my free first rule: don't go in building
5: I think Goldeneye gold did it. Tanks damage. Uh, you mean their armor. Uh, yeah, their armor. Right. Yes. 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 So, like a tiger would be ten plus d six. A pan, uh, Versus versus how much three d six? Two d six for a wooden building. Three d six for a brick building. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so, that
5: purging right through
0: there.
1: Ten. Yeah, so it's... Okay, so yeah, you're right. The big guys are going to be fine.
0: So, uh, if the building scores higher, resolve the damage against the unit against the tank as described for vehicle ram. Sure. Which is not good for anybody.
5: Right. that sucks, okay.
0: Yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. What if it, at, at, the, at, the, at the minimum, it, you get a down right. order next the Tank time, wins, though. In the best case. The tank right. wins. The building's destroyed, and anybody inside it is, is destroyed, too. See,
5: now this is where he has some fun taking a tiger tank and just ramming it through the, like, five-story Stalingrad board that Dale has. <laughs> yeah, which we've watched happen. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. I, sure, tiger's probably reasonable.
5: Now, who takes a
3: tiger? Not very often. Well, well not not a tiger. Yeah. I saw a Pershing do it. So Hagen yeah, same, it.
5: same okay.
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy tank. Yep. Was, that, was that Eric? Eric did it. He walks nice. over. He
3: goes... Can you drive a tank through buildings? We're like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets that grin.
1: I can see him tapping his fingers together. (laughs) We're going to go. Fun.
5: That's awesome. Uh, Uh, So
0: on the off chance that the building and the tank uh, score equally, then resolve superficial damage against the vehicle, As for the vehicle ram, and the building is destroyed.
1: It's one of the few times where you can do something where you're going to actually damage your own things.
0: Yeah, well, so same, ramming a vehicle is the same way, too. Yeah, f- fair. <clears throat> yeah, and like I said, ramming another vehicle, the best case you have is you end up with a down order next to you and vehicle, you know, the opposing vehicle is destroyed. I think a
3: couple of the appendixes and some of the campaign books that in urban warfare flesh out this a little bit more, like the tanks can get stuck or end up in the basement. Oh, the they do the things. the rubble rules.
1: Yeah. Yep. So. Well, in worse, it's like find a hidden basement. Yeah, like shit like that. We're like, that's bad. You don't want to do that. Yeah, if you can avoid it.
5: Express trip to the wine cellar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah,
0: I don't think you want that in your tank. That's gonna you're gonna be oh you're 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 buried in now or dug in now. So and no matter what, if the if the tank survives, it still gets a down order placed next to it at the end of its move. So that becomes important for people assaulting. Uh, oh. Assaulting tanks or dog mining tanks. Yeah, that, that's dog a mining, order, not a that's run a big or deal. there, so keep that in mind, too. I'm
1: sure we'll get angry people saying yeah. that's not true, but it's not got a run or advance
0: order next to it. It's
1: not considered moved
0: anymore for some reason. So, yeah. uh, The tank is placed within the rubble area and comes to a halt. Show this by turning the vehicle's order dice to down. Finally, any tank that survives driving into buildings takes a further pin, marking the same way as tank's Surviving a collision. So,
1: best case, you get a down order and a pin.
0: Yep. If you if you happen to win,
1: even if you win, okay, seems.
0: So even if you win, you lose.
1: Seems like a but crap sandwich. Any
0: there. but any units in that building are toast. Sure. So if it's a five-story building, it's got five yeah.
1: units in it. They're toast for sure. Yep. There you go. Yeah. That that would be that might be a beneficial shot then. But yeah, yeah. or if, if even, the
3: building is an objective and you have to stop them from scoring it.
1: So if if the if but if the if the building outrolls the tank, then the tank doesn't do shit, and the building wins, and the tank just dies. Uh, that's yeah, bad. that's bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. it
0: rolls. It rolls in the chart. Yep. Yeah. Okay, it rolls in the chart as normal. If the building, let's see, so it's superficial. So shack is superficial only. Uh, if the building scores higher against the tank, if it, uh, for the vehicle ram, if the building is wooden, it's only is superficial. Otherwise, it's yeah full. So. Normal roll. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs>
5: big big, uh, big so. risk, big reward.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: that's fair. So, uh, artillery, they cannot enter during a battle. Uh, they can start there. Uh, artillery units placed in this manner cannot move and cannot, therefore, be ordered to run or advance during the game. Its position and arc of fire are both fixed. So, make sure you place it the right way. Yes, do not place it towards your back line. That seems like a bad idea. Yep. And bunkers are just silly, but they need twelve to be brought down. Otherwise, they're relatively.
1: Then they're harder cover. They're minus, harder cover. Minus they, three. They,
0: they, they go from two minus two to minus four. Minus four. Okay. Yeah. It's brutal. Uh, well, that's what you bring the flamethrowers for. Yeah, Obviously they still the don't care about cover. Yeah. There, but yeah, so.
1: It's kind of what we made flamethrowers, right? Like that's what they're made for. Is it is? It clearing. wasn't. It
0: wasn't meant for firing at troops in the open field because that's while, while standing in a forest silly. right next to like, s- yeah. Sniper flamethrowers
3: yeah
0: yeah sure so kay. so there there you go that's that's buildings buildings in in a nutshell
1: learn something new
0: yeah uh, that, that uh, immobilized thing I, I can't oh. say as I've ever had that happen to, to memory as far as well, and even concerned if
1: you, and even if you Did have it happen at some point during a game? I don't think that would be like something I would recall,
5: right? Like, oh, I've
1: immobilized. Okay, it's whatever. Like, I would never have thought to think about that now and be like, oh, that mattered. Um, Yeah, interesting though.
3: I'll tell you what. The next over the next year of the games that we play, I'm sure that we're going to catch more than one person out on that because they're going to be rolling that that they're hoping to do something really nasty with it. You're going to immobilize it, and then you're going to. Throw them off. Nope, get them out. Yep. The
1: game, so. No, that's very true. Hey everybody out. Yeah. Hey, Everybody out. Cool. All right. Um, well, so on the vein of buildings, we we're going to toss talk buying pre-made. Or these are all pre-made, Pat. Yeah. So table ready terrain. Table, table ready buildings. terrain. There yeah.
0: Table ready buildings, or you know, you know, pack, uh, pop, and play. You know, get them out of the plastic and get them on the table. Yep. Uh, so that's. I know there's a lot of people who don't uh, like to paint terrain, and you know there are options out there.
3: Well, I mean, there's there's two different things. There's there's table ready; you just pop it out and it's ready to go. And then there's um, you have to assemble it, but what you're putting together is already colored or painted.
1: Right. So pre-painted sprue, essentially, or whatever you want to call MDF. Whatever it's, it's usually some kind of either a film they put on the mdf or they actually paint the mdf itself after they've laser cut it or post laser cutting depending on how they do it lots of different ways of doing this some really cool ones some i think are a little less effective but um let's let's we can talk through some of these so i mean what else do we want to talk about like the setting this up before we do that is there anything we else we want to say about it before we start going about it because you're right there's Built and then there's build yourself, but they're all painted. So no, I, I, I think we'll
0: probably just we'll probably just talk through them as they, as yeah. they come up here. You a
5: know? Thousand yeah, thousand totally. foot feeling on them.
1: Yeah, I, <clears throat> my feeling is like I just said is I think there's some some that do it way better than others. Um, some I have some issues with from a standpoint of you can paint on them, right? So that's one of the big things that I think is a. drawback and this is coming from multiple game system this is not just bolt action stuff i've seen some of the stuff from other companies where it's almost plasticky yes right it's like it's like a film so you can't paint on that so that's one of the drawbacks that i see from some of these so what i look for is what i would look for is stuff that's been painted on the actual mdf which i think looks which you can do you can weather it yourself and stuff and make it look way way better
0: sure and and uh, i'm in the uh the cost per cool ratio
1: yeah, that's fair too. So that's that. Well, that always plays a role in everything, right? Is how much yep. does it cost? Yep. If it yep. costs a bajillion dollars, probably, probably not. Um, uh, and there would be one other thing that I would would consider is how would it fit in with other terrain? And again, I think that that's where some of the pre-printed stuff, not the pre-painted stuff, fails, is because you'd have to have an entire table's worth, which is not normally a problem, but if you're trying to make it fit into stuff you already sure. have it doesn't work just maybe as well picking up
0: a building to finish at a table yep. how well does it fit in with yeah. you, what you've already done so like
1: the pre-painted works better for that in my opinion like having one that's like way more detailed would be would look
0: uh,
5: you would look yeah. out of place yeah, yeah. Some, some stuff doesn't make doesn't play well with others
1: that being said the pre-painted uh, the pre-printed stuff has some can have some really cool detail that you won't get in other stuff yeah right it's got more weathering and Details and shit like that. So, right, yeah. Those are my basic ups and downs with pre-painted, pre-printed stuff.
0: Well, and then there's the the big plus is You bought it, you put it together, or you took it out of the packaging and you you're are done. playing with it.
1: Yeah, you're done. You're done. Yeah, yep. and and you could do some really minor things to make it feel even a little bit more right. Like you can put some more debris or stuff in there. Like the interiors are better painted than most. If you're getting like a ruin set, which is nice too. Right. right. Usually you get some so,
0: better detail. So, uh, do, I, do I jump in the first one here in the yeah, list?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: So this one, uh, I remember probably for, probably one of our first or second bug eaters where they have the, the table award. Somebody had a table that was exclusively from Crescent Root Studios. Yep. And they won hands down. But my God, was that not a six... Hundred plus dollars. Yeah, that was like he he bought the award. Probably more than a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a thousand dollar plus.
5: I was a a So yes, crescent root stuff. I think looks really good, and I don't think you have to do anything to it out of the box to make it to put. No, you just have to unwrap it. Unwrap it and put it on the table. It's good to go.
1: This is a pre-built. System typically right. This is all like resin cast stuff, isn't Uh, it? I
3: think so. Yeah. Or, or it's Uh, not MDF. MDF It's not build yourself. It depends. Okay. It is not MDF. I'm I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now at one of their. Oh, they've updated their stuff. Says it's made of MDF and plastic. So there are some bits of it. It's mostly plastic, but there must be some bits that are MDF. So.
5: Yeah. Regardless, it's good to go right away. It looks really good, and you pay a premium for that.
1: Sure, because well, and it's not only is it well, it's well painted too. Yes, it's very it's, well
0: painted. It's gorgeous, right?
1: It's it's got it's got grime, it's got shadows, it's got you know all of very, the like, weathering. Very small windows and doors.
5: Very small
1: windows and doors. Yeah, probably, but you know, sure. like they fifty or
5: six millimeters.
1: Yeah, they yeah. but they do a good job of like they have a good variety of stuff too. They have a bunch of accessories too which I like too, but They have
0: multiple scales. They do 15, 20 and 28 we were more into the 28. So,
1: this was definitely one of these table one of the tables at WTC had a bunch of the stuff or not. I would well, sorry. some, not, some stuff. Yeah, that
5: was that Italian no. villa, right? It um, that yeah. wasn't
3: crossroads stuff. Um, that was all 3D printed. That um, that was painted. Oh, okay. Oh, okay
1: okay then someone ripped off <laughs> the, the crescent root building because it's identical building Somebody design
5: very similar
1: yeah very similar design okay well so okay regardless okay their stuff is very nicely painted yeah. if you've got a lot a of
5: money burning a hole in your pocket and you want one awesome table this is where you go but yep. you definitely will pay it's definitely yep. a good option
1: I'm a little frustrated right now because they're not currently accepting orders because they're working through their backlog, which is good. I'm glad that they good do stuff them. like that. Yeah, good that they're going to stop taking new orders. Yeah. Uh, but I was kind of hoping to get to see pricing, and you can't even see pricing right
0: now. It's high. Oh, I know it's high. I just wanted to see how <laughs> high I, was yeah, I think
3: again. I did some research, kind of a cool – because the crossroads kind of remind me of Assassin's Creed, if anybody's ever played that yeah. game. yep, yep. And I'm like, oh, how cool would it be to have kind of a table full of a lot of this stuff? And it was, like, 1200 bucks when <laughs> I priced it yep. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yep. it looks amazing, but it's, yikes. So.
5: Yeah. And another thing I'm going to just put out there, this is one of those things, if you're a, if you're just a hobbyist, like you, you like playing bolt action or any other miniatures game, but you don't run tournaments, so you don't really need to have more than one table, this could be the kind of thing you invest yeah, it's in. Yeah,
1: splurge. Splurge on the one. Yeah, right.
5: Have one really good-looking table. That, like, maybe stay set up in your game room basement slash whatever wherever you play
1: well and and like it can be a part of your table too right you could have the edge of town so you yeah. have you know a, a quarter of your tables covered yep. in, in yeah,
3: buildings yeah. collected piece by piece so yep. right
1: yeah something like that and it's because it, i will i will say that crescent root does seem like they have been they've been around forever right i, I remember yep. playing playing with their yeah. stuff with for infinity they, and stuff
0: uh, they actually sponsored uh Operation Staff Who One and Two. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they gave us a couple buildings, right? Yep. And they were yeah. awesome. They did. Yeah, they're super cool buildings. So I like you can figure that out. There's ways to do that. I don't know that I've ever seen a Crescent Road sale.
5: I don't think I've ever seen their stuff on sale.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's hard
5: to find.
1: Uh...
0: I don't think so.
5: And they don't need yeah. when you when you have the best stuff, you don't need to put it on sale.
1: Yeah, you, 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 when you're charging the premium for everything, you don't have to. You don't have to give discounts. Yeah,
3: it's, it's a premium product. It's a premium. Price.
1: Though, they, did they give us a discount on their stuff when they gave when they sponsored our thing? You might be able to look out for one of those kind of sponsors and save a little bit somewhere. Maybe shave <sighs> save, shave off some shipping. If they
0: did, they didn't give us more than ten percent code. Yeah, I mean, but even ten percent on something, I would have to look. I'm not line. I don't even but, know what they
5: gave us. That. I think they gave us terrain pieces, which was more. Maybe than that's generous, all they did. Some, yeah, 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 sure. I, yeah, what they run very fair. So, oh, you
0: know, uh, I reached out again. Hopefully, the keep hopefully coming. I give it. Hopefully, I keep coming nothing out. else. Maybe they'll so, send us goodness.
5: a one time. Somebody gets a twenty percent discount code or something. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Even even yeah, that would be awesome. Cool. Yeah. Sh- shit. Something. Anything's, anything. Anything is appreciated. when you can when you can get when you are buying the Cadillac. Any kind of deal that's you can right. get is great. That's right. And cool. this is
5: definitely the Cadillac of terrain.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um. Let's let's go to the next one then. So Micro Art Studio, they're they're kind of new to this game, right? This is the one that reached out to you, Pat.
0: Yeah. So this, they're they just recently launched a line. I don't know if it was for for um, historical, and they might have had some of those sci fi
5: stuff. But they've
3: had
0: sci fi stuff for quite a while. When we were, yeah. When
3: was,
5: yeah I've, I've they're
1: definitely it. not new to yeah, terrain. I
3: was building but, boards. I was looking at their sci fi stuff. So. Yes, I have
5: some of their sci fi stuff for Infinity as well.
1: Yeah, because they have designed for Infinity yeah. stuff.
0: Okay, so they've they've recently added a historical line, which is what we're marched in these days. It's designated WW two.
1: Yeah, you'll yes. you'll see us on their it's in their in their uh, yep. menu. Feel like there's more than the last time I looked too. It feels like yeah, they're, they're uh, in, th- they're increasing some more stuff expanded, which is cool. which which is a positive for sure. Um, yeah. uh, it's definitely still
0: not cheap. Um,
1: no, I mean. But again, you're paying the premium for printed or painted. This is in this yes, case this is printed.
0: This is printed and yep. this does come unassembled and it does come with a film on it. Now I I did have a couple sample pieces that I, I went through and I spent as long taking the protective coating off as I did oh, putting the buildings together. Okay. Uh, they also lack from there's no instructions. Like, I know Sarissa, I know it's not pre-painted, but Sarissa also always has instructions. Sure. Do you
5: think that's a function of us getting kind of an early copy of it, or do you think the retail won't have instructions?
0: I don't know. I I did ask that question, and I haven't gotten an answer back. Um, You know, but looking at, you know, I had pieces that were on the website at the time that had the new on them, and so I was able to kind of figure it out. Um, It did ultimately come down to there is only one way to put them together, because sure, you can put it together wrong, and it doesn't really work. The tabs are,
1: <laughs> yeah, the tabs only go in one way. Yeah, thing. Uh, no.
0: but you can get some of the pieces backwards, and it goes together, but it doesn't go together right. Sure. And, you know, you're, you should be using PVA glue, which is, you know, like a, a 20, 30-minute forgiveness, forgiveness time that you can, you know, reset that. Uh, now, on the original ones that were sent out for review, they acknowledged they had someone had put the wrong print cartridge in, and so it was peeling more than they considered acceptable. So they have corrected that issue. Uh, so the ones I, I showed you guys that the you know that was those obviously were pre-production models and they had the wrong cartridge, That should be alleviated. Um, but that part aside, I put together foreground stuff, and I think we'll talk about them more specifically later. Even though they're Rest in going peace going away. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fussy time taking that stuff off. So instead of painting, your putsing
1: putzing with with pre painted. I mean, so I don't like know. The, so, basically so, for example, this.
0: Off, right? okay. Yeah, so basically, for this this Normandy cafe, for example, uh, that was an hour and a half of separating the parts from the protective coating, yeah, we'll followed check. by an hour plus of putting it together. Sure. Now, we, so that's a uh, that's a uh, oh, go ahead, Pat. Jeff, Jeff.
5: Just because that's that's you know that sounds fussy, but that's still a hell of a lot faster than I can. Build an MDF building and get it painted,
1: and and paint it for sure. Yes, it's yeah. But if you are like if you are looking for that almost instant gratification, this is not probably it. It's something to consider. This
0: is not take out of the box and set down. Right. Well, there is very few few of those are like that. Yeah. Right.
1: There is there is actually a video in the the Normandy restaurant Mm -hmm. one that I just kind of like perused through, and it actually kind of looks like he's giving kind of how to assemble it, but he also goes through like how to peel the crap off and all that stuff. So if you want a good idea of what it looks like, they have a video on their website that you can watch. That, that kind of gives you a feel. Yeah, I think it's one of their. Like, somebody's doing a review for them. It looks like I don't. Don't think it's really. They're putting it on their website, but I don't think it's actually them doing it. Okay. So, it's. But it goes through. It looks like it goes through the whole process of building that building. So, kind of could remember. use that for instructions. Pat, is one you, got if you in
5: to? Cafe is that one you got as a sample? Yes. So does that have the the basic? Looks like the foundation as a, a couple brick runes. Yes. Okay, that's cool. I like that where you can pull the shell off the building and then have it be ruined if it gets if a tank yes. drives so through.
0: It. So <laughs> it, it it does have detail inside as well as it's, it's not just an outside shell there's detail inside. It even has uh, wallpaper on the inside. Yeah,
1: if you're going to do it you might as well do it all right. So, Visually, I yeah. would say so so both sides this are is printed
0: on par with um, Crescent
3: Root and maybe even a little bit more better detail. So
1: I, there are things I liked about these and there are things that I, I, okay. Some of this might be just from habit or just how we used, I'm used to certain ways. The roofs were felt really weird on these. I'm not sure what the, like, there must be a reason why they did them this way, but like they're multiple pieces and they feel kind of like they will fall out. Um,
3: I think they were made to be. Do you remember that? Right?
1: Yeah. But a lot of yes, them are like, the whole triangle yep. just comes off together and this is like multiple pieces on top of it. I remember that being kind of okay different I don't know if I don't know if' I call it wrong like maybe it's just different well I could have glued to
0: those together too, but the then even, it would it wouldn't have access to the top level yeah that's
1: and that would have probably not been okay but the, it's yeah. just it's just a weird I don't know maybe they they did it for some reason it, I'm sure it but remind, it just feels new it
5: reminds me a lot of the uh if anyone ever had the plastic craft studios had uh yep. like foam core printed buildings like this Yep. Um, sure. Not, and they had the yeah. same kind of fiddly assembly on the roof, except then it was foam core instead of MDF, so it was even harder to work with. Um, yeah, for sure. But it uh, it had that same kind of design to it, which it, technically it has little tabs to hold it in place and everything, but it does feel a little fiddly sometimes when you're working with it.
1: Yeah, I just, I'm just i just used to the whole triangle coming off together, so it's just like one big piece mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, now i got to find yeah, two pieces right. and put them back in there type of shit. like. I do really like the runes thing, though. I didn't notice it. I didn't pick it up when we were looking at it to, to see that the, the, you can pull the bottom off, and it's like a rune building. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so like, if a tank drives through it, you can you can go ahead and take the top two levels off and leave yeah. the runes. Yeah,
1: speaking of which.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's going to roll 3d6, though. This one's yeah, brick. My primary Definitely concern brick.
3: was um, what at the time seemed to be a limited variety in what was available. Mm-hmm. And if you picked up like five of their buildings or four of their buildings um, they would stand out um, on their own apart from anything else you're likely to be able to put onto a table yeah yeah um, because of the quality of, of detail on what's printed on them and, and stuff like that and so then well they
1: they're like way brighter
3: too and yeah the color choices and, and things like that so yeah. there's definitely there's a style to the buildings and I like the style I think it's really cool but you kind of if you're going to do that style then you kind of need a lot of the table to be that way and then whatever else isn't that has to support it Mm -hmm. and so it's definitely there's a design choice that needs to be made and my concern was that there wasn't a whole lot of variety am i going to have three of the same buildings and how do you make that work but it looks like the line has been expanded somewhat um and so then maybe this becomes more of a viable option i think from a monetary standpoint it's not quite crescent root territory but it's getting pretty close
1: so, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually looking at the uh, the the big bundle, the 439 euro bundle, and I am seeing a couple of repetitive pieces in here. But I think it does work okay. Um, there's at least two th- two sets of the same buildings, right? Maybe three, so that, but it's still relatively and, okay. It still looks and great. Even that one, I don't it, think you want
3: that to be part of the table because it's so congested and everything. But again, it's yeah, just, it's a lot. There's design choices that need to be made. Also, I don't feel like these are would be as sturdy as the crescent root stuff, um, but this will hold up just as well as any other MDF stuff. So, yes. yeah,
1: it's just say, I mean, yeah. crescent, root, crescent root's a tank compared to anything else That's you're right. ever going to see. It Also, weighs twice as much. So, keep that in mind when you build an army yeah. or build a table's worth because it's going to weigh 50 pounds. I mean,
3: I mean, the cafe has windows that you could put in with printing on them. So it's like there's, yep. you know, there's some interesting and fun detail in this. So.
1: I I do like the interior details. It's not that you often see them, but like your your tables, Dale, have some interior detail, and people always comment on it. So it's something to be something to consider. It's mm-hmm. part of it. It's probably part of the cost is that interior piece, yeah. right? Because it's probably well, a new th- piece yeah, of MDF they're
3: printing on both sides. So yeah,
1: some kind of some way they're doing that's
3: that tech add to it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if each of the buildings yeah. has a ruined component to it. That's I mean, you could play that two ways then, which is kind of cool,
1: yeah, it's a, there were a couple of buildings that I'm like and maybe maybe I just need to brush up on some historical stuff that felt almost more americana than than uh
3: oh, World war two
1: Europe okay. I don't know, but that was something else I noticed. but if it keeps expanding, then you can make you can make it work, I'm sure yeah like the large brick shed felt very. I don't know, maybe I just don't pay enough attention to European brick sheds, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like the, you don't the remember sh- that from our from our trip to Ireland? Yeah, no. no. I didn't
1: didn't pay attention to a lot of the brick, I brick also sheds.
0: Didn't, I didn't recognize that the W WW the the Petro Garage one. Which, by the way, was very cool the fact that it had uh like like skid marks. Nice. It, it, it like going through the The garage you could take the you could take the roof off and had like back and forth skid marks and stuff in there like oil like oily tire marks yeah yeah that was was pretty
1: cool it's very obviously put a lot of detail and effort into like the art on these which I think is really cool
0: and I think that's part of the printing Mm -hmm. stuff right that's the advantage they're using right totally and you can't add your own effects onto this
1: that's the that's the downfall is that's I mean it's not downfall it's just something to consider right. You can't really do anything to this because you, you can maybe put a hard code over it and maybe print oh, and paint. I've seen a church before. Yeah, the church is pretty rad, isn't it? The Normandy church is pretty cool in here. Yeah. That looks wow. I mean, overall, overall it have, seems like they're doing a
0: good job. Do they have sizes? Oh, they do have sizes. Oh, look at that. Yeah. 9.4, it's got to be two buildings. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there's definitely some components you can make two buildings out of yeah.
4: there.
5: I think. If I was gonna comment on the color palette choice for this, these are all Normandy buildings and, and having recently been in Normandy, um it's the red brick I think doesn't is what is throwing me off. Like I It's too it's red too red. Like I don't okay. really remember. Very it's very bright. It's very bright and what brick buildings I saw, there were usually not bright red brick buildings like you see like in the eighteen hundreds United States, you know, it's This is like fire engine red. Yeah, this is really red. It yeah. needed to get toned down to like more of a uh uh, what was that? GW well, colored brownish, blood, whatever color you know. So it's like that. Maybe this
1: is maybe this is well. This is during World War II, so maybe it didn't maybe fade until after. Like, yeah, there you yeah. go.
5: Yeah.
1: I seriously doubt that too. But if brick doesn't age like well, like I have here's aged, the where To turn white in two if days. Red
5: brick was a common building material; you'd still see it being used.
1: <laughs> okay, so you're saying they didn't even use red brick?
5: I'm saying that I don't remember seeing anything that was uh, there was there were certain buildings that were brick. But the brick used is a deeper, ruddier, browner color than this bright red brick. Yeah, it's fair. This is like schoolhouse brick red and it's more like schoolhouse rock brick. Yeah.
1: And and maybe that's what I'm catching on when I'm saying Americana is maybe as that I'm just neurological or like, you know, subconsciously thinking that it's too bright that color is well, associated with I mean, our
3: stuff. We can't discount that there are probably some aesthetic choices that were made. And so I
1: I do kind of like how bright, bright it is overall, just because it is very it's very vibrant and yeah, like it has it, a lot of color. It feels like a style like,
3: choice to me, but that is yeah, it's probably I mean that is, is something that you want to consider if you're if you're kind of doing stuff like this. I mean, if for me if I saw that, um, I would probably take an airbrush to the red before assembling it to just kind of just pull that back a little bit, mute it right. down a bit. But mm-hmm. I mean. Not everybody has an airbrush or, or anything like that. It's well, just one of those things. Well, and
1: here's, here's the problem with that is that there's actually no detail there put into it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no – there's nothing engraved into yeah, the, it's into into the wood. Right. It's a flat yeah. surface. So you airbrush on top of it. You're going to lose that detail because it's all printed well, I, instead of I mean, textured. Well, I
3: mean, yes, but um, whenever – I mean an airbrush, it's just an additional layer on top of something. And you, and you can control the flow. And how dense and the tone and all the rest of it. And so you can come back. You might be able to. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I couldn't <laughs> okay. do that. Because you'd have to
5: heat individual bricks, right? You would no, have to. No, he's, would have, he's, no. he's saying he would put a coat over it that's uh, like a, a darker coat. But it's thin enough that it's transparent, so it just shades. Right. It. So I'm basically, I'm just shading actually I do it. have
0: I do have some transparency. Actually, there's yeah. there are some what well, they call ghost right. colors I'm, that you can yeah, add i just it. shading
3: it, similar to how you might come back and apply some rust with with brown and orange on top of a flat sure. surface to kind of bring in this corrosion. It, it's mm-hmm. a similar kind of thing. You're just shifting the color tone off of just how bright it is. But again, you'd have to you'd have to have an airbrush and. You know the the paints and everything like that, but yep.
1: sure. I guess I'm, I'm I'd still consider how it would how would how would mute the detail underneath, like the sh- the shadows would be interesting. I don't know. We we could give it a try, see what happens. Who
5: knows? I got some samples.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, you could give it a shadow one, see what it looks like. And, and whatever curious.
0: whatever we do, these samples will be raffled off at Operation Snafu. So
1: cool.
5: I will say, I as a as a going back to overview of this, I would. Buy a table of this. I would not mix and match this with other terrain. Yeah, aesthetically, would my, not. Match. I wouldn't put
4: my
0: terrain next to it. I wouldn't put my half-assed painted no, no, terrain. But I next would to it.
5: if I were going to build a table, I would build it all out of this stuff. Mm-hmm. um
0: That church looks really good. and This and is, think, is
3: definitely more within reach financially, I think, than the, yes. the
5: table. And I think I think this Normandy town set. You know, I mean, it looks really cramped in this photo, but I really think you could. Space. They could cover two WTC tables well, with that. Well, there is that. But, I mean, you could space Shit. that out into four. one six-by-four table with a bad amount of buildings and be just fine.
1: Yeah, you, you kind of tilt it a Throw little a bit. You spread them, spread them out. Well, yeah, Just yeah, yeah. make that
5: square just, bigger. Like, I've been to plenty yeah, of just towns, the distance yeah. between stepping out of your shop and stepping into the church grounds is never that short. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, oh,
5: okay. Like, town square is much larger than that because it's made to be, like, a socially gathered place. You couldn't even march a parade around that. What are they doing, man? Come on. You could probably
3: find some yeah. parts and shit and do a little market and stuff like yep. that. Yeah,
5: a couple uh, 3D-printed cars to go in there, you know, stuff like that.
1: Yep. So. so this is one to keep an eye on, I think, because yeah. it's obviously they're expanding still. I think hopefully they get positive feedback. Uh, yeah, so feedback. The, only,
0: the only downside I really had, and I've uh, well, the one we're going to talk about next I've also put together, is that the, the, the peeling the stuff off. Uh, and I, I really hope that they did get their quality uh as far as the the mispeelings of it. But that was oh my god, that was a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh and they, they have the assembly videos it looks like, which is great 'cause that was I've like taken these all apart and I'm like Huh yeah. you know, and that could probably cut down my assembly time and then, you know but still I, I still put together uh the three pieces I was sent in an evening. Yeah. So that's a hell of a lot faster than I can do anything else. And you know, time has its has a value all out of its own too. Absolutely. So. And they're the prices aren't, aren't outrageous for no, it. This they're is not. what I would
5: expect to pay for pre pre painted MDF quality train,
0: or or printed,
5: right? And printed, yeah.
0: So, but yeah, and, and with the printing, they get some more uniqueness in what they can do. Yep. So, uh, so the next one is that four crowns that we're going yep. to next, Rick foreground is next on the list. Which, as we know, is uh, you can only find in secondary markets or stores that still have them on hand, because they are out there. Which, I think Warlord still does have some supply of this. Uh, They also, as I recall, I put together probably at least three or four foreground buildings, and they also come with the, the coating on it. But they have the one one sheet that's the red one, the one sheet that's the blue one, the one sheet that's the white one and then you put them, you peel off all the, the, the coatings um, and then you glue them together back to back to make sure that the right color comes through the right thing with the right hole and all that stuff. And that's how they do that. That's that's how they did mm. their thing. Sure. And it, it, they're okay. They're great. I mean, I, I don't have any homes about it. I mean there's, uh, <laughs> there's,
3: you can't they're not making anymore, so there's not really much we can say
5: one way or the other. So, I um, liked the. I mean, you can still find if them. you find them. I liked the buildings I had from them.
1: You, you might still be able to find some at like if you're in America, there might be I've a vendor got, that has I've them got still. A lot
3: of it's still not assembled downstairs in my scenery oh. um, pile, and so they'll make it onto a table at some point. My only, um, my only recollection because I have put together. They did um, a Pavlov's house, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. A version yes, it did. of it is that it, from a scale standpoint, it felt more um, real, 28 millimeter, as opposed to heroic scale. So it sure. felt just a little bit smaller than um, some of the other publishers, like uh, Sarissa or, or or Micro Art Studio, for that matter. Now that they they're in the, in the thing or Crescent Root, so um, just not. Um, not to the point where if you've got a Warlord miniature standing next to a Perry miniature, you can see the difference. Not quite that stark. It still kind of can mix in, especially if you're painting it or adding additional paint onto it. Um, mm-hmm. But it did feel like it was just a little bit smaller, which might be great for Pat with his, he, his preference of smaller buildings being 6x6 six six and stuff like that. So <laughs>
1: You could just hold on to that stuff a little bit longer, and maybe once it's out of print, you can buy yourself a crescent root table no
3: no i actually i actually have it all for because i've got oh it's for planned out out. yeah yeah. all the five tables linked together so there's a spot for all of the terrain i just haven't gotten to those tables
1: nice do you have everything you need um before it's all gone because i guess it's all gone anyway it's too late anyway well i mean
3: i I mean there there are more more places popping up and i'm using a combination of sarissa foreground and um and black site at the moment along with some frontline um Frontline gaming stuff, so mm-hmm. um, but again, um, yeah, with foreground, yeah, and it wasn't it, it was um, it was not an expensive choice. I thought it was good quality for what we were paying,
1: yeah, for sure,
0: I will say that the foreground stuff that I had, if properly cared for, holds up pretty mm-hmm. well, it really does absolutely yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it's hopefully maybe this isn't the end of them. Right, they've done this before.
0: Yeah, I can say, this, this, this is this
1: is not the first time.
0: Are they like uh, what was that what was that game uh, Dust something? Dust, oh, yeah. Tactic, yeah, you know, dust warfare yeah. that, that dust, dust tactics. tactics that yeah. like goes away and then comes back and goes away and comes back. You know, I think this is their at least their second death knell. So
5: the stuff they make is interesting. So I'd hope it comes back from somebody.
1: Right, it, it, they might you know might take them a little while to figure it out. They tried to expand right. They've recently re- they tried to expand right before they closed. Mm-hmm. Right, they bought it. They would gotten a new warehouse and stuff. I remember watching them on Facebook, and like it seemed interesting. I don't know. Hopefully, this isn't the end of them. For now, it is. So buy it if you can find it, because you might not see it for a yeah, while. If you again.
5: like it, buy it now. If you see it, Because yeah. it's good stuff. We yeah. like it.
0: I, I like, yeah. the, I like the, the houses I have for it. They're still in use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: The kind of again, this isn't one of those where it kind of fits in with most other things. It's not so absurdly detailed or like brighter colors that it doesn't this work mixes
0: and matches better yep yeah it feels yeah, if you, like it if you does like white red blue and wood
1: right Just like most people's houses right i guess blue is kind of a weird choice but it
5: works it yeah. works I don't yeah, that, know. yeah it works that's it, a
0: recall of them anyway
1: well and again that makes it so it can fit in with other stuff and not totally clash too mm-hmm. kind of helps yes so uh rest in peace foreground Hopefully and they come, come back. back yeah, again. No, go, yeah, hopefully they come back.
5: Hope for a visit from the necromancer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's let's we'll, hope so. You
3: know, faithfully fulfill all of your outstanding orders. And, yeah.
5: And then arise. Do yeah, it. And yeah. arise. Do it right.
3: So.
1: <laughs> yeah. If, so, do it slower next time. I don't know. I mean, it's probably they're probably getting. If I remember right, it was a combination of MDF prices going up, shipping costs going up, all sorts of outside were pressures. They, were
5: they uh, an England company too? Uh, did, did Polish Brexited? Uh, yeah. Are they uh, UK? MicroArt is no. Polish, I think. Foreground
3: is .co.uk so. Okay, and, Brexit. Then, okay, well that, and, that
1: doesn't that Brexit Brexit probably hurt them too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm getting them all confused because yes, micro arts is Poland,
0: Europe. Yes, mm-hmm. micro arts is definitely Poland. Yeah.
1: All right, let's talk about Battlefield on the box.
5: That's the Gale Force Nine, correct? Yes. Yep.
1: This is yes. my least favorite. Primarily because everything feels underscaled.
0: Uh, so I think this one is more geared towards fifteen and Flames twenty millimeter. War, they kind of do. Yeah, as boxes. I say, uh, the 100%. back of the yeah. box
1: says suitable for Flames of War, which makes it hard. But
0: but some of their pieces do fit either okay. genre. And here's the, here's the one thing I'm going to say right up front about it. I, from my understanding, is they they produce different sets in runs. Sure. So if you like something, Buy it get all. as many of it as you can when you can. Yeah. Don't try and think you're going to get some more additions the next year. Right, because from Just what I've you seen, won't get they it do again. runs of them.
1: Yeah, totally. I again, I've I've seen that where it's like, oh, I like this thing, but then you never see it again. You've yeah. never seen it. Never seen the damn thing, outside of maybe like their pools and their forests, like maybe the Which rivers. Which all of it is small, right? This again, it's yeah. it's meant for Flames of War, but if you're looking for a bunch of stuff that's pre-painted, like their their forests look nice, and their water water features look good, right? All that stuff works really well on the table. So if you need something that that works for that, this yeah, probably works.
0: The Forgotten City one seems to be their popular one on their website right now.
1: The obelisk and pl- pillars. Yeah. If you want to do a really hokey Hollywood. Uh,
4: uh, Western hey, desert we,
1: table.
0: We, we do hokey. Yeah, we Hollywood. do.
1: Hey, maybe. Hey, maybe.
5: We love Hokie Hollywood. Yeah,
0: but yeah, but uh, you're right. Uh, the, the scale is just. It's not. It's. It's definitely not a bolt action geared scale. But no. you can get some pieces. And I, I do have a, uh, a. God help me! A half a half a tables worth of terrain of this stuff. That is pretty good it's really solid but I'm just wondering I, I can't put it together to figure out how it's telling a story and I'm not sure what to add with it right to, to make it tell the story of what I'm looking for and I'm like I yeah. so and the stuff that I had picked up is not in print anymore I can't find it anywhere else other than the pieces I picked up because I think it was like a miniature market pickup, uh, and they just they never restocked it, and I can't just, actually. I'm not even finding it on their website right now. So it's just I'm just I'm just I'm, like I said, it seems like they do runs of these things, right? And so, the only exception being, um, so if any of you recall, uh, the oil field table that I have that has the those are gale force wind. Those are gale, gale force nine. Excuse me. Uh, the, the oil tanker sections inside that framed-in section. I'll, I'll I'll post a picture of it again. Oh, the uh, oil tanks. Uh, Jeff, okay. Yeah, the mm-hmm. oil tanks. Those ones I initially had gotten at an Adepticon several years ago, and they were pre-run at that point, and then they ran a run of them, and I saw them available again even last year. No, sorry. Plus pandemic, three years ago. That So they, they lasted, you know, I, I got them at a pre release point and a release point and I don't know if they I can't find them available right now. So they do they do different runs and then they stop. But when you find them they're they're pretty cool. And if you find the right one, get everything you want at that moment.
1: Yeah, buy all of it. Even if even if you Yeah, just gotta buy it. Yeah. There's some I mean this this Forgotten City stuff is actually kinda interesting. There's some very linear pieces, there's some big pieces. I don't think I will Buy it though. Cool. Alright. Take it take it back out of your
0: cart. Yeah. I
1: I know the the worst part about Gale Force Nine is their shit's really hard to buy online. Like I've I, I have one of their more famous games, uh, the Firefly game, and God help me if you try and buy shit that you need to buy. Who is oh, okay. a pre pre order in here? What is this? Sorry, I'm I was getting just dis- but it's just a, a nightmare to buy through gale force nine you have to go to like a retailer to find it
0: it's it, it yeah i i think the stuff that i picked up i did pick up from Manila, and if i
1: actually if i remember so, correctly yeah. i think i bought i think i bought one of the expansions through them and it took like six months to show up but i think that's because it was a weird obscure firefly like piece like it was a promo piece that they were selling but it was take it took forever mm. It was, it was a nightmare. but I think they literally printed it after I ordered so, it. So as of
0: today, but, Forgotten Cities, they're, uh, they're hot take right now. That, yeah, it's, it's kind of like cool no- looking. Number one click everywhere. And then a Soviet official's house, apparently, if you want that.
1: There's some cool frozen ice shit in here, too. I'm in, I mean, in the online store, and they actually have different stuff in the online store. Okay. Caverns of ice. They're like stalactites of ice, but very not, probably more D&D.
5: Yeah, looks cool, though.
1: There's some, there's some interesting stuff, but definitely more suited for Flames of War.
0: Scale-wise, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Next and one's an interesting next, one, too. I think this next one's Dale's. Dale's going to talk about this one.
1: Am I? Yes, you, well, you've, you've bought stuff from them before. They've got cool stuff. They're uh, they're a smaller company. Yeah, um, in
3: the Northeast. Uh, things from the basement. Yes. Um, o- originally, they had the Pavlov's house that I... Th- the, my first Pavlov's house that I acquired was from them. Um, very... Uh, let's see. How do I put this? Um, it's the design. Um, really complicated design, like expert level design and um, building, construction, and kind of putting everything together. Um, re- it's um, n- yeah, not not for starters. It was really expensive. I think the entire Pavlov's house was about $450 just for the four buildings. And, um, but that's five floors across four different sections with the last one on the end, the bookend, being um, destroyed. And so, um, to my knowledge, this company was the first one to come up with the design for Pavlov's house. And then they partnered with a couple of other studios that were then able to use their design um, to do their own. And so they're, um, from, from the standpoint of the community, they're very, um, they share, right? And so it's not like they're trying to to corner the market or anything like that. So I, I, I was really impressed by that uh, because Foreground ended up with a Pavlov's house and then another company that we're going to talk about later also ended up with a, fo- um, with a Pavlov's house. And so, um, yeah, it's... <sighs> I don't. Of the three Pavlov houses that I've that I have, theirs is the one that I like the least. Um, it's a little bit smaller than the others, um, but it's a hundred percent accurate. I think that this studio actually compliment or, um, prides itself on really close historical design based off of documents and pictures and things like that. And so, um, but currently, if I'm not mistaken, they're focusing more on. Um, American Civil War era and post Civil War era buildings, and so their World War II line isn't extensive. Um, there are just a couple of options beyond Pavlov's house, and I don't even know that you can get the Pavlov's house anymore.
1: You okay. still can. Uh, you cannot get it painted, but it's Yeah, none
3: of this is painted. Um,
1: they had some pre-painted stuff in here. Actually, I was just yeah, looking I, I at their it's, store. It's just
3: kind of. Um, Oh, here's a few things that we currently have available on clearance, or, or something yeah. like that. Sure. And so, um, oh, it's in their wargaming. So it's in their wargaming miniature section. Um, Correct. And so the complete cap for, for Pavlov's is right around. It's three hundred ninety-two dollars right now. Um, and then they have a couple of ruined buildings and, and things like that. Oh, um, the other building I was looking at, they've got the um, they've got a train station, <laughs> which is huge. It's another four hundred dollars. Oof. And so, and then they, they got the Stalingrad train station, the famous one with mm-hmm. the fountain outside of it. And so, um, yeah, you can go to town with them as well. But um, the, the this is the most difficult MDF kit that I've had to work with, and not difficult um, because it's not well designed or it doesn't come together, but difficult because it's just really complicated. And so, um, this probably took me th- two or three weeks to build, um, of Ooh. course, um, well, that doesn't count all the time that I spent wallpapering the walls and everything on all of the <laughs> <laughs> um, This kid <laughs> took me three months to build. The, that Pavlov's house took me three months to build. Um, but all the hallways and all of the rooms have wallpaper on the inside, and the outside I stucco-ed it, and yeah, so I, I kind of went overboard on this one. Um, I was really proud of it and then I discovered Foreground shortly afterwards, developed their own Pavlov's house, and that took me like two weeks from start to finish to get that one done. And then Blackside Studio, the last one we're going to talk about, has a Pavlov's house that I liked the best, and that took me three days. <laughs> so it's like... Nice. <laughs> um, but again, it's like... This is how I would describe it. Um, so if you're an expert modeler, and you buy a tank kit and you spend three months, you know, like Jacob. He paints this little vignette and it tells a story and it takes him three months and it's freaking beautiful and amazing. Um, but it's one tank. Um, if if you're that kind of of a modeler, then things from the, from the basement is like, it's like a bespoke MDF kit for very specific historical, you know whatever it is that you want to do um but if you're a gamer and 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 you need to put a table out and you want something that looks cool and isn't going to break the bank and you're going to be able to put together in less than a week and it's going to do the job then you know more like me then maybe another company is more your style so um yeah uh, the other thing the only other thing i would say about things from the basement is you can buy one small mdf brick for a penny and if you're building rubble um yeah, they're great. Get about Yeah, 20. I think we've all bought about $1,000 yeah, right? worth. <laughs> and yep. you'll, um, you'll have yes. them. Um, they're amazing for that. Yeah. So.
5: Yo.
1: Super nice to yep. have. Actually, I didn't even see them on their list.
0: Oh, they got to be there somewhere, right? Their website is not very user friendly, honestly. you got to use the search function. Yeah, I don't. If you're perusing, that, that's not what you're looking, if Indiv- you're looking for. Some specific search is great.
1: Yeah, individual bricks—they do still sell them for a penny a pop. Okay, so mm-hmm. there you go. That's one thing yeah. you can do. Actually, they're a good source for that because that's pretty cheap for and, what and you're they've getting. They've
3: got some interesting designs as well. I mean, they've got—they um, do train tracks and various kinds of little MDF cars and stuff like that. So it isn't just the high-end stuff. That's the kind of their expert modeling stuff. So I mean, they are definitely kind of worth looking into because they might have something that kind of fits what you're what you're going to do um so my my experience is somewhat limited to the one big kit that i did complete for them so. mm-hmm.
1: sure cool well the next one's famous for other reasons but they are they have terrain as well so game at eu i think we all have some of their game mats right game like mats, yeah th- yeah <clears throat> pretty popular in the in the mdf world or not the in the mousepad world sorry not mdf yeah, but... um i'm not seeing anything that is not basically 40k here Do they have anything uh, they, have,
0: they have a couple but they're they basically like the desert ones or the well, the gothic ruins i guess if you're doing like a uh what was the uh, sea lion Type stuff, maybe the Scotland invasion sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, okay. I
1: guess you go into the pre-painted resin. They have some stuff in there. I guess yeah, that may be suitable. Do. But
0: um, I actually do have some of their products. It's their desert stuff.
1: I'm not even seeing the desert stuff right I now.
0: I don't see the one I have anymore. Honestly, there's an
1: Aegis sigmar desert one. It has bunkers and stuff that doesn't. Uh, oh, there we
0: go. Uh, Badlands set. They still have it. Okay.
1: So some yep. some purposeful stuff if you're looking and for, and
0: they have a desert houses set, which is the one I have.
1: Okay. And it's uh,
0: okay. it's it's not it's not the uh, it's it's not the heroic twenty eight millimeter. Sure. Because the all the, the the couple of doors and stuff they have is, is very small. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that that desert house set is the one I, I actually do have. Okay. And I'm trying to find a way. This another one is them, like. Uh, how do I, you know, I have this it's not enough for its own table, two of them seems redundant and sure. the rest of that stuff doesn't fit together with what I'm trying to do so, but it's really nice quality, it's really great it, it's
1: it, resin, mm-hmm. so it's
0: yeah, it's it's going to hold up to transporting and stuff as long as you bubble wrap a little bit
1: Jeez, okay, These like these craters are really cool, except they're $45 oh, yeah, I for three yeah. of them, yowzers! I guess they are pre-painted.
0: Yeah, they're really nice. Uh, someone remind me; I'll take some pictures of the stuff I have. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So it's it's nice, but it's, it, again, it's this the is the am I finishing a table, and these are the last pieces that will do it for me? Am I building a table around these, and is there enough there to Make a table of it and tell the story. You know. Yeah. All right. So again, uh, just to just clear, just to gratify for you guys, it, it's it's pricey for what it is, and it's not enough to actually fill a table. Uh, so if we're comparing back to the quality level between that and the very first one we talked about, which was Crescent Root, um, you're going to get a lot of the same thing to fill the table and it's going to be 800 to 1200 bucks but it's a lot of repetitive things and I don't know if that's you want you can get you can get more mix and match out uh, of Crescent Root right. to be Probably. honest uh,
1: if you're going to spend money at Game Mat it's just buy the mats yeah but <laughs> their, mats fantastic. their mats are fantastic like they got so so many mats yeah. and it's they got such uh, they, they've sponsored
0: Operation Snafu a couple of times they've sent yeah. some mats and those things are usually the first or second pick off the table so usually yeah
1: they got is. them for all the different games, too. But, like, they're just, there's so much. And they're and now they have double sided, which I forgot about, too. Yes. So you can they get do. some cool stuff. Like, you can get a grass and a I winter don't board. Double sided Yeah. And <laughs> they came out right after the last Snafu. Actually, no, they came out before the no, last Snafu. We didn't do an order. But we no. didn't do an order this year or something. But regardless, like, they have, they have double sided mats now, which, up and down. But, right, just, their mats are the best as far as. If, the next yeah, one probably is really the next one's probably
0: similar. So right. and usually what they do for us as far as their their support is they can't do a zero dollar order. Right. And so they they allow me to pick a mat for like ten bucks plus shipping. And then they give me a discount code that I can do for a one time order. So if I get them on board again this year and one of the listeners is very interested in something let me know. Maybe we can work something out.
1: Right. Talk it out
0: before. Yeah. It you know, yep. like 15, 10, 15% off of what their list is, if that's something people are looking for. Yeah. 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 Especially if you're coming
3: to, you to Snap Food. Especially if you're coming to Snafu,
0: because they don't have to ship it to you, because yeah. I'll, I'll hit you for shipping.
1: Yeah, because these things suck to ship. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time we ordered, like, we probably ordered a dozen or more, and they came in, like, a giant
0: box, weighed, like, 100 pounds. Oh, they they, they foam pack everything.
1: Yeah. Well, they, like, rolled a bunch of them together, right? Because they were, like, shipping... The mats, right? yes. Because um,
0: they ordered a bunch of their... Uh,
5: yeah, that was pretty wild.
0: The that little was, dice yeah, trace thing is what we had, and oh, I still yeah. have some of those. Yep. Yep. Uh, but uh, as far as their, their, uh, their pre-painted terrain and the resin stuff, they they foam-packed them. Oh, the, for Jesus sure. Yeah, Jesus I mean, it's yeah. price,
1: like, should it, not come It damaged. It gets
0: here fully intact, no chips whatsoever.
1: They, they played the egg game one day. In their past,
0: (laughs) please see episode. Yeah, yeah, it's deep cut. There's a deep cut
1: right there. (laughs) Speaking of deep cuts, let's talk about the next one,
0: which is Deep Cut Studio. Another
1: sponsor too, as a matter of fact. Again, um, I struggled to find a lot of. Yeah, yeah, they've got some, but it's they have some, but it's 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 a small line. It's very forty k oriented. In most cases, they're fine.
0: They got no. They have a couple that are very much European. Oh, they got a couple of villages in here. Yeah, yeah, they're still
1: very. The one I'm looking at is like a. F- it's more fantasy than. But you, you kind of oh, are they, they reselling foreground? It might be a foreground. They, they might
0: be reselling foreground. Okay. Oh, it looks like it looks like they're reselling foreground. Okay.
1: They got some. They got some other cool stuff though. So, um, mm-hmm. but you can dig through here and find some stuff. They have pre-painted, but most of it is definitely. Uh, it feels very 40k oriented in most cases. Yeah. They they also have mats. Is that what I'm just
0: seeing? Yeah, they have
1: they oh, have mats yeah, as well. Deep, yes,
0: they do. They've also yeah, seen they've some mats. Just, they got yeah, yeah, mats. Just, uh, yeah. They do have good
1: mats as well. They have cool game. This is not theirs. So I was Game of Grass, but just I'm like just shopping their website. Yeah,
0: there. they're they're a big reseller. It looks like. Yeah.
1: they have some battle
0: ready bases too,
1: but those yep. aren't theirs either. But I find all the same stuff at all the same places. Like, ooh, that's cool. I want to play with that. But they also have good mats. If you want to look for mats, I think I have a couple of theirs too. I don't know what for, but for a while. For a while, yeah, for sure. For a while, um, let's 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 move on to the next one. Who's also a big match supplier, which a, is uh, yet
5: another one I didn't know made terrain.
1: Frontline Games. Yeah, I think they all started getting into the like, right. So these were all providing like they were providing their mats to big tournaments, and a lot of like forty k tournaments have very kind of like set terrain, or they used to. Some of them are changing that again. I think uh, Frontline so got in.
3: I think Frontline Games. Um, Runs, they they did run, LVO. Yeah. Oh wow. yeah, yeah. They run LVO. You're right. And so they um, they had a vested interest in figuring out a way to shit out a ton of 40k tables. Yes. And so I think that's kind of the birth of their terrain.
5: Yeah. This looks like badass 40k table stuff.
3: I would
1: I would love to play a 40k game on most of this where it's
0: not as uh, not I as like bad as some like that we seen I like their carrying trays.
1: Yeah, yes. I love, I, I love
0: the carrying case.
5: Yeah.
1: Too. I like everything about most of these. Actually, it's funny. It's funny. I kind of regret leaving the MDF and in, in Europe. <laughs> I was like, I need to cut weight and I need to get this. Sh- I oh, know oh, you left it. All. I left the MDF in, in. Well, I, so I was missing some pieces to it anyway. I lost all the little like widget pieces. You stick in the in sure. the bottom to hold you it all together. Oh yeah. I had, I had paper. Wrapped yeah. I was, mine. I was ramming paper in mine too. So I was like, uh, I don't even know where mine are. So I'm just like, I'll just, buy a new one don't tell my wife when i get home at some well, point Long she doesn't listen yeah she doesn't listen who listens <laughs> to this she listens to me talk enough she doesn't need to listen to me more but the, uh, the nice thing about <laughs> these guys is, is uh they're they're actually relatively inexpensive for what you're what you're using it for but it's yeah. 40k shit so um but they have gaming mats or, again.
0: or conflict 47
1: sure you could go conflict 47 with some of the haystacks I, I think you would struggle with so right because forty k has so few pieces of terrain. You would probably need more than one set of this. Would make it five hundred dollars easy. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, Ten bucks for craters. They have craters. I did not see their craters. I'm checking to see if they're actually pre painted or not. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: okay. see like They are. The, oh, maybe. That. Maybe they are. Well, that's, that sucks. All their buildings are in their in their terrain section as well. Fully Destiny. research this out.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what we do. That's the snafu way. They, they got some, tr- they get some they get ruins trees. that actually
1: w- would work, too. There's a bunch of... Uh, they got,
0: they got Ruined City kits. I know Dale and I have both picked those up before. Mm-hmm. Nice. They're, they're Rebel kits. Those are really good. Some a medium obelisk. But that's not that's not uh, pulling it out of the box and putting it on a table, so...
3: Well, I mean, uh, hang on. So we're, we're talking about two different companies. Um, there's Frontline Games... Yes, and then there's Frontline Gaming. I'm looking at Frontline Gaming. The <laughs> rubble sets. The rubble sets that I've gotten in the past is from Frontline Gaming, which is not the, sum, the same as Frontline Games.
1: <laughs> it's, ri- it's so ridiculous that there's two companies that are the same freaking name.
3: Um, oh yeah. So I'm I just want to make games. sure that yeah. we um, there's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's a difference in that. We regard. could
1: we could talk about two different companies here.
3: So, I'm
0: that assuming. That would
3: be totally unlike us. I, I'm assuming that. I'd, well, Pat, um, which one are you referring to so that we're, we're not. Frontline Gaming. Okay. Dot the, com the, the color dot terrain. Org. Sorry. Okay, so Frontline Gaming um, does not run LVO. It's a different company. Frontline Games does. Yes.
1: Are you sure? I think you might have them mixed up still. I think Frontline Gaming runs LVO. Okay, it's. Well, all right yeah yeah so frontline org. if you look at their flg events has lvo listed
3: okay so then okay okay
1: frontline-games.com has a bunch of terrain and other cool stuff but they do not have any affiliation
3: with the other company nor do they have it with lvo yes there it is so um front-line games um that's like three companies. Is the now. Rebel Kit Frontline Dash Games? I think is what it is. Yeah, okay. there you go. Okay,
1: yeah. there are two different companies, which I've. To I'm sure everyone that looks at the shit has seen both of these companies. Right, they do exist separate and frontline from one gaming another.
0: Gaming is very much, definitely to 40k. 40k, They're the LVO folks. Yes, 100. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And Frontline Games is the one that has the. the the great mats and uh, the the display board stuff that I really like yep and Frontline Dash Games has the rubble kits
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus anyways yeah folks that are listening if you're interested make sure you just google in all of them
1: If if you google Frontline Games they both show up as the first and second link yeah they do so you can look at both of them and you can be like huh what's the difference oh they're two different companies doing two different things but they have
3: different things yeah yeah and i I was turned on to frontline dash um by john russell he had he'd set up at renegade upstairs in the vendor room yeah and he he had a box full of all these other just kind of associated terrain things and He's like, yeah, come and look at this stuff. There's some good stuff in here. And that's where I found the rubble kit to start with. I think oh, I have a couple so of those myself.
0: Yeah. i got seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: yeah, the rubble kit with the bricks from um, things from the basement. Um, and that will cover half of your stalling red board. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need more than that. Yeah. All I can think or of is the any other destroyed urban environments. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And they're all paintable, too, for the record. Yeah, they take paint really well. Paintable, repaintable, yeah. Yeah. So, well,
3: there we go.
1: Okay. All right. Now that we got the front lines situated, let's move on to the next one. This <laughs> one was, was one of my favorites, actually. Uh, Black Slate Studio. I don't know if they're my favorite for pre-painted stuff, but they are... I, I enjoyed the stuff they were putting out for a while. They're, ooh, they've updated it, their website again. For me, all things... Um, considering all
3: things, um, they're probably my favorite.
1: Actually, I forgot that when I was following them early on, they weren't even doing pre-painted. Now they've moved completely to pre-painted. I forgot about that. Their stuff looks great, though. I, I think it's like...
0: They have STL files, Jeff.
4: Ooh. So I know. <laughs> I,
0: um,
3: something to consider, uh, based off of my experience with them. Um, their uh, World War Two stuff scales a little bit bigger than the other companies. Just a little so, more heroic? Um, yes. Okay. So um, so I, I this is the third company I picked up Pavlov's house from. <laughs> uh, their design. And their, their Pavlov's house is probably 20% bigger than the others. And, and it's also about 40% of the cost. And like I said, I got it together in three nights. So, um, And it looks great. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a fan of, of Blackside Studios. Um, I don't know if they still do a ton of World War II stuff. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're working on their own IP and miniatures game at the moment. Um, and doing quite a bit of Kickstarter work with around that. But the stuff that they had released for their Stalingrad, um, I loved. So.
1: It looks like they have some fair amount of stuff still. They have some row houses and yeah, fences good. and walls and a bunch of different ruins mm-hmm. and two pages of stuff. It's not like probably the biggest selection of stuff, but they have they have some. it It seems like a. It still seems a little expensive. I guess the Pavlov's house is only two hundred fifty bucks, which does seem cheaper than the rest. So and that, it comes that's
3: increased by ninety dollars since I paid for it.
1: Ouch! Well, I mean, it probably was underpriced before, considering how much MDF that costs. But yep. and that was painted, pre-painted. Yep. Okay.
0: A little different. It looks really close to similar pricing to what the Micro Arts had. So I, I, I don't personally have any of their products. Sure.
1: I I'm just looking at it. And it's Like most of it looks. I guess like a, f- a small ruined French house looks like 30, 32 bucks, oh, 33 maybe, bucks.
0: Maybe I'll grab a couple of these and just see what they look like. And, and, uh, maybe 75 or 76. We'll talk about,
1: come back to them. Yeah, so to the,
3: them. um, I would also, um, this is the only company I've, I've emailed, um, because there was something missing in the kit. And so the door jams in their Pavlov's house, they didn't send enough along with what they packaged. And so um I just sent them an email, hey, just a heads up. I've gone through the kit, I've built it now. They were still relatively fresh or the kit was still relatively new. Um you might wanna you might wanna think about this. And they got back to me, they ended up sending me like thirty door jams through. Nice. The mail. <laughs> like we're gonna cut yeah. a sheet, we might as well cut a whole sheet. Um, and so right. um and that was just the one kind of interaction I had with them, like and it was more of just giving them feedback as to what uh, what I thought about the kit, but um yeah great that this pavlov's house is my favorite one um i i was able to pick it up for 90 dollars than they have it listed here but that was a few years ago so i guess we're all pre-pandemic
0: yeah it was it was well, definitely pre-pandemic so. pre-mdf hikes yeah. and that, that was back when eggs were like a dollar ninety nine right and so and not you know, three ninety
4: nine
3: yeah, yeah hopefully hopefully things will turn around here relatively soon and we can maybe see some of these prices drop again yeah, for two hundred, even for two hundred fifty bucks, I feel like it's worthwhile. If if you're looking for a centerpiece for a table, um, and your group plays inside of buildings, right? If if they don't play inside <laughs> of buildings, maybe despite you our last better. rules discussion, right? Um, <laughs> you know, because each one of those build, each one of those floors, they pull off the roof, pulls off the the cellar you can go or the attic you can go up into.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, so man, many, new many sections. I remember these guys because they had a booth at Adepticon one of the years I went, and they had the uh, MV Australis, which is this big cargo ship that I wanted to buy, but they sold out of it.
1: I feel like I bought some of their stuff to play Infinity on as well. Mm-hmm. But I can't find it now. Like, it doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> which is bizarre to me. But Like also, in like, your
0: house or on their website?
1: On their website. Okay. All like, right. I, I have a whole bin of it. I just... I. I think I bought it on Kickstarter, and then, like, I don't I don't well, think they I, ever I, put it on their website. Kickstarter
0: kind of goes away sometimes, so that could be a thing.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't make sense that they wouldn't try and sell it still, because they have a shit ton of other, like, fan, sci, sci-fi fantasy stuff, so. you
0: got a resin Pinto here.
1: A resin Pinto, nice. They do have a bunch of cool, like, different stuff, but, yeah. Interesting company that I've been watching for a long time, and they've done a lot of different things.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it sounds like they're, they're willing to you know uh, correct what the wrongs they've given to their customers, which is always good.
1: It's a smaller company from my understanding, so that yeah. kind of helps too, right? Yeah, it yeah, yeah. feels yeah. like they've grown significantly since I've mm-hmm. last paid attention to them, but um, well, for sure they've grown huge compared yeah, to what they
3: were. Yeah, as a custom terrain studio in 2015, originally focused on MDF Gaming Terrain. They've since expanded. In 2020, they published their first game, Don't Look Back. So they become they a, a game publisher as well. Canadian? I don't think so.
1: No. Where are they? no. United States? Yep. Yeah, they're U.S. I
5: feel like there's... I want to say they're like Southwest. Yeah, I thought it
3: was Southwest too, like Arizona or something. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Hmm. I guess I don't... Yeah, I don't... don't know. So I
0: thought it was... So shipping times question. might be reasonable.
1: Uh, they, they have a, they do have a thing on their thing that says uh, shipping, time shipping times. Th- they're moving from one building to another right now, so yeah, well, well, there something you go. to something to consider.
0: This is not a timely episode, then I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll be gone by then. Who knows? All right. I mean, that's that's a pretty long list of pre-painted stuff. A couple of the last ones were probably not as pre-painted as others, but. Um, Worth, include, worth including. Well, but again, also something to consider when you're building a table, if you want to do pre-painted, that you know they all those last four had table uh, had had mats to go underneath it, so you don't have to make a mat either or do anything like that. You can buy a mat, buy pre-painted stuff, you're basically done. You basically yep. have a really pretty table. Plenty, of, plenty of I've seen plenty of good tables that are just basically pre-painted, but you're basically throwing money at it. So something to something to consider.
0: And please remember, don't ever put your buildings parallel to any table edge when you build a table. That's right. Or road
5: angles, angles, people, angles. We like angles. Mm.
0: They f everybody up and make them shift. Uh, and stop those clear line of sights, for Christ's sake. You can try. You, you can, can still try. make
1: angled ones that make super long line of sights, but that's <laughs> another story for another day. We we're just talking about training today, not how to put it on the table. Someday we'll talk about that, or we probably already have. We have, just, like just yeah. a few
5: episodes ago. Yeah, probably talk about it again another time because you
0: know because we have to get to 100. It's pretty you know. important to a game that we all play, and it's incredibly
1: it. important to the game that we play.
5: Yeah, You're absolutely right.
1: Cool. All right, um, I think that's enough for. Uh, let's let's talk. Let's step back for a second. Let's uh, let's talk about Operation Snafu since I saw you post something today on Facebook
0: about it. Uh, a little little no little model I didn't. teaser. No, I, uh, okay, Discord, yeah, I Discord. Guess I, sorry, Discord. Discord, not Facebook. Yeah, Discord. you want to see
1: stuff? Go to Discord, not Facebook.
0: Yeah, that was a Discord easier. exclusive. Yeah,
1: ooh. <laughs>
4: okay, you
0: guys had seen the the previous version of it, and so you guys know about it. But so I found this. Um, I forget who I got it from, but it's basically like a, a movie studio guys. That's it's you know it's a team that got the lights up, they got the camera, they got the director, they got the other guy, they got the clacker. Which I know Rick has talked about why that's a cult clacker and why it, what it does. Yep, yep, yep. And so it, it syncs up the sound the, the sound with the thing the audio video with stuff. The video. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a visual visual cue for audio. Yes, apparently it's very important. I guess.
1: Well, yeah, because they're recording their audio separate from their film. Yeah. In, so anything that's yeah. So they right. So we can use a really high end microphone with a really high end, high end. Uh, Camcorder. Yeah, unlike what we use, Camera. but
0: that's fine.
3: Well, yeah. we've, ne- we've never been able to master that. That's why we're not on YouTube. We've
1: got no <laughs> right. clackers. We, yeah. we have what we call radio faces, so we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, I shaved
0: today. No, never mind. It didn't help. No,
1: yeah. Winston, yeah, no. yeah, no. But regardless, worse. that's why they do it is because they separate the two systems, so you don't have to pay for both of them in one piece. Right. So there you go.
0: So, yeah, so we got that, that set up there, which uh, I've got some ideas how this can work, and I'll, I'll touch base with Jeff, and we'll figure out how to flush that out as an award. In fact, I do actually have two of them. And whether we use them both or not is, you know, kind of Jeff's ball game. And then also, I'd mentioned at the beginning of this that uh, I had picked up some special characters, and one of them was the was the war reporter, or the war correspondent that no one ever wants in their list anywhere. Hmm. But uh, I got the I got the model well, for that. As don't the you really, of that. You want
1: them in your list, though? Well, nobody they, lets you have them because they're right. So, so their good. special
0: rule is that you basically if. This guy is either in your unit or in line of sight of you. You get to reroll your order tests, right? So, so it's a BSB for your uh, for so good kinda, old Warhammer friends. So <laughs> so kind of expect that to, to come around and <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> some some shape or form. Um, and I had I had shared with you guys. I, I was kind of toying with the uh, Recon Rumble format too. Any of you guys looked at that.
5: Um, I see. I, grew, I glanced probably. through it. Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay. I don't have feedback
1: ready for you yet
0: Okay, so so my thought is so I dropped the points and so the last three years Recon Rumble have been dominated by cavalry and a cheeky German player with his transport selection (laughs) so the first thing I will say is I have dropped the transport requirement but have still kept the armored transport bonus I don't like that Personally, uh, I don't know. Well, again, so the cavalry, uh, they pay two points a model for their, their horses. Sure. Um, but they also, it, in the, so the, the Recon Rumble comes from the tank, platoons, tank platoon selector, which is everyone has to have a ride sort of thing, except yep. for these, 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 these. And so the trend has been cavalry who doesn't require a ride. Right. And then lately, the latest winner who... Uh, the German book picked the cheapest transport possible and never used them. It's like, okay fine we'll do that but we'll do this instead Sure So I've opened it up to uh, uh, so I've, I've, I've reinstated for a reason the majors and captains, you still can't have a forward observer and this is still subject to change for the record I've opened up the machine gun team, should you be so elegant to take them to 0-2, Mortar Team's 0-2, Anti-Tank to zero two, 2 Armored Car to zero two, 2 and a zero one one special character. Why did I put the special characters out there? Because I just gave them away in the last tournament.
1: <laughs> so now all of a sudden people are going to get to bring them. Maybe. Some people.
0: Maybe, yeah. Whoever picked them up. I, and honestly, I don't remember which ones I gave away and what they're rules inserts because a lot of times the ones that gave away the books don't correspond to anything that actually put in any of those books so but that's as it stands now it's still subject to change because I haven't posted the official listing and that will go out uh, I think those need to be the tickets go on sale for Snafoon, uh and the Recon Rumble go out beginning September if not sooner mm-hmm. so within the next couple of weeks so those close. tickets to go on sale. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm super excited to see what happens with the Recon Rumble. Like Me you said, too. though, everything is subject to change. I might persuade you on a few things. Try to. Anyway. Will, will you, you attend? Will you show up person? this time, I <laughs> right? t- dude? Well, see. Yeah, I want well, see because what was it? I had a wedding last last one, didn't I? Yep. No. No, no, that was two ago. That was two ago. I was at this one. I couldn't do front. I couldn't do the Friday. I, that's right. I couldn't do the Friday. Um, we'll see if that's see if that can happen this year or not. We'll we'll have to talk. I'll have to talk to my wife. That's probably the bigger thing.
5: I was gonna say. Yeah,
1: we're just gonna, you gonna tell you to come. So, well, <laughs> if you that? if you stop at my house and kidnap uh, me, no, no, no. then no, then and I have do no. You, I have do you no see, no see say. Her
0: from time to time? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: it's more about which things do I want to uh, push on more than others. So. Um, we can talk about that offline. Yep. Uh, so it's coming up though, right? We've got like less than a month. Probably the next recording will probably be announcing the tickets are on sale or are already on sale. Yes. Uh,
0: hopefully, we're announcing some uh, some some uh, sponsors too. So. Yeah, that'd be so. awesome.
1: That'd be cool. So cool! You got all the fish out there, or all the net, all the hooks out there? Now he's gonna wait for the fish to bite.
0: I got eighteen hooks in the line. So
1: okay, Here's the, the standard standard... Uh, well, we I, I
0: guarantee the five or six will come back for sure and we'll see what else goes on. So, Right on. Yeah,
1: totally. Cool. All right. Well, this has been a long enough episode. Uh, don't go into buildings. <laughs> don't drive well, your tanks into buildings. Never unless get out of the go, boat.
0: Unless you want not go to sleep.
1: Yeah, okay. well, you can sleep outside too. You just put a tent up, but that seems just as
0: bad. So I don't, They don't have tent rules. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's probably for the better.
4: <laughs>
1: you have already got enough messed up stuff. Yeah. Anyway, all right.
0: Pat, lead us out. This is Snafu. Over and out. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Good night, everybody. Good night, fellas.
2: Your dearest memories all remind you but sorrow never comes to stay, and when the shadows fall behind you, they'll come another day. A day to bring you joy and laughter. For when the night has. You'll find the sunshine follows after. They'll come another day. And then together in sunny weather we'll wander hand in hand. Shadows will vanish, true love will vanish, all life's The world will glow with golden glory. Soon we'll forget the skies were gray, and like a lovely fairy story, they will come another.
1: That, <laughs> sorry, it's right next to the microphone. got it? the hookah. No. So okay. So, so I have ball ice cubes. I have a form that I can make ball ice cubes with.
0: Oh, you got that fancy craft you, you ice. Yeah, balls? essentially.
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm drinking balls. <laughs> Good old balls. That's long going ago. to go. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember balls? I have
3: balls of volcanic rock. That, that no, no,
1: no. Them. There was actually a, there was actually a drink called balls.
5: Oh yeah, that's right. There was it wow. was blue
1: with silver writing on it, yes. and they sold it at the game store. And I was like, "Have a balls!" it was like, "The weirdest thing ever. Like, Play with your balls." I mean,
5: well, they
3: know their uh, they know their target, yeah, right? Yeah, target. wash your they wash your be, balls.
4: Gamers should they wash their, their balls.
0: So so I, I, I run a, a golf league as well. And yes. back when we had the COVID, they removed all the ball washers. So I had to put in the rules that all ball washes remove. You're just gonna have to wash your balls at home.
4: Yeah,
1: because yeah. I I was never good enough to maybe know like are you, like you're supposed to wash the balls frequently or what's why are they even a thing.